Bring the ship up to broadcast depth. We're going in. Into the hideouts. Our country is now in the beginning of the Great Regression. Major steps are being taken backwards because those who are afraid have hijacked the government and the media. They fear diversity, creativity, and the questioning of authority. Now, more than ever, it is time to unite in a place where you can still be yourself and the freedom of expression continues to exist. Enter the hideout and be heard. What what what's new? Oh, what are you doing, Happy? How are you doing? Oh, what's new, J Dubs? Uh, the seat is uh, just side down. Uh, welcome to the Hideout Row Radio 104.1 of Happy and J Dubs broadcasting live from the PlayStation Pro Do Action Sports Tour down at the TD Waterhouse. We will be here for the next uh, I don't know about three hours or so, uh, doing it up live. Now uh, here's the thing: the usual stuff. Uh, not so much necessary. Not so much necessary for the phone numbers. Not so much necessary for the instant messenger. We really want to hang out with you in person. Yeah, what's necessary is you getting down here to the TD Waterhouse. Uh, we're sitting outside here, and uh, the BMX stuff is about to uh, start and uh, finish up for the night. Uh, I think we have the final starting at 7.30. Uh, I'm Hefe, that is Dubs, that is Chunks, the radio pro- bottom, the executive producer of the hideout. That is Tommy Bateman, hideout director. Uh, he is uh, also responsible for the content on Real Radio FM. And uh, Tuds, man in the talk and roll controls back at the uh, Clear Channel compound. And intern Putin, I believe. Yeah, he's helping out back there as well. Um, actually, you know what? I believe we could take phone calls. And we told Putin he couldn't come out because he had to screen them. Yeah, now so, we're saying no phone calls. All right, 407-916-1041 and 888-978-1041, star 1041. On your singular wireless phones. Dubs, you and I got out of here about an hour and a half ago. Yeah, we've been hanging out for about an hour and a half out here at the TD Waterhouse for the Purdue Action Sports Tour. Uh, what do you notice so far? Uh, what I noticed was a whole lot of hot chicks. A lot of chicks walking around with uh, short shorts on, as well as uh, well, just a lot of hot chicks. All right, so that's your main thing that you've gotten out of being a skateboarder or a motocross guy or a oh. BMX guy. Oh, yeah, there's a lot of that going on, too. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, bikes, skateboards, but I've been fixated on the chicks' asses. All right, now as you walk around, Dubs, um, now are you making sure that you're looking at the ones that are over 18? You know, that's the problem. You're walking behind a lot of these people, and you don't know until they turn around. So I, I roll the dice as, uh, as they come by and hope. I'm not hoping for underage, but I hope. All right, Dubs and I never really talked about, I don't think here yet, where how we very first bonded. We were together. We went to, uh, oh, God, where was it? Cedar Point. Yeah, Cedar Point over in Sandusky, Ohio. It was a rock and roll road trip with our old station, Q106. <laughs> Dubs and I kind of knew each other, but we re- didn't really know each other. Well, I was working on the overnight show at the time, and you were working on the morning show. We only knew each other from the crossovers uh, happening from overnight to the morning. And so we had this rock and roll road trip. We get to go out to a theme park. And so Dubs and I get on this bus, and we take a whole bunch of rock listeners about three hours, four hours from Lansing, Michigan to Sandusky, Ohio. Nothing against uh, the uh, rock radio uh, crew that usually follows around people. 
Uh, but these people were dirty. These people were very, very dirty people. Not the not the type that listened to Buckethead, who was out here right before we came out here. Yeah, Buckethead, cool dude. I love that guy. I love his show. And um, but we were on this bus, uh, full of Mid Michigan trash, you could say. Yes. So we go to the. Uh, we go out to the uh, to Cedar Point to the theme park, and it, it, we we left in the morning on a three and a half hour trip. People started drinking right away about 7 a.m. So we're out there, and this is how it ties into what we're doing right now at the uh, PlayStation Pro Do Action Sports Tour. We're out there, and Dubs and I. One of the things I guess it's kind of gone through our relationship. Mm-hmm. Uh, we begin raiding chicks. Yeah. The way you know any red-blooded American man would. The way any ugly dude would. So we're out there and we're rating them. Mm-hmm. And we go, oh, man, that's a seven. That's a seven or an eight. Look at that one. That's a, oh, that's a ten. A uh, four. But here's the problem. Usually when it was a ten, we turned around and it was literally a ten. You're uh, old. Okay, not, no. I'm saying more like 14, 15. Mm-hmm. And, and Dubs and I are like, whoa, Jesus, what's going on here? This is insanity. <laughs> and it kept happening over and over. So much so that you and I got so creeped out at that point. That we just stopped judging. Yeah. Because we didn't want to look like complete, complete, um, I don't know, offenders. <laughs> and this is the type of place, like uh, many other places, when you're going out doing stuff, um, when you are surrounded by people you don't want to uh, have them knowing that you're looking at them, you usually wear like Oakleys or something, yeah. so they can't follow your eyes. And this is the type of place where I wish I had some Oakleys. I hold, how old were we then? Uh, I was only 19? like 19 or 20. And so I had to be like what maybe 21 22 at yeah. the time and even then it just felt so uber creepy yeah bateman what i do in that situation is i make it look like i'm trying to look past them i like kind of squint i'm like oh i think i know that person way over there wow she's got nice boobs wow that that usually doesn't work for me because i'll act like i'm looking past them but my eyes are very telling and this happened to me like three or four weeks ago out and behind the uh, radio station i was checking out this girl who was wearing a skirt sitting down smoking and i could see directly up her uh, on upper skirt and see her panties and she I was squinting trying to look past her but right when uh, she noticed she definitely just shoved her uh, hands in between the skirt to push it down and cover the crotch area right, how many times that happened too because this is one of those things uh, by the way it's a hideout broadcasting live real radio 1041 out at the PlayStation Pro Do Action Sports Tour and so we're hanging out and we're just talking about whenever you're like all right, it's like these two chicks you can't see them on the radio one of them's a redhead with really big boobs. Mm-hmm. The other one's a brunette with really big boobs. Both smoking. I can't tell if they're 14 or 24. Now these chicks look these like they're are older. older. Yeah. They're weather beaten. So, oh, oh, they can hear us, can't they? Oh, oops. So anyway, um, but those are the kind where she's got a those mini skirt. Mi- that mouth has some miles on it, I can tell. <laughs> she's got a mini skirt on. And now you're, you're like dropping your pen, you're doing everything that you can, and then as soon as she turns around, you look the other way, trying to look at the right guard uh, building to uh, make sure you're not a complete perv. These girls in front of us are like an old oak tree. You can tell by the lines around their mouth how many dudes they've been with. I would say 42 for the redhead. All right, who taught you that one? Mullet Joe? Mm-hmm. Right, they were standing right in front of the speaker. It's uh, something you learn in Boy Scouts. I think they can hear us 16 seconds later, so at any time they're going to start coming over here and punching us. Again, 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Out here at the PlayStation uh, Pro Do Action Sports Tour. Now, Dubs, I don't know about you. I was one of those kids growing up. I could never do any of this kind of stuff. 
I could never ride a bike. I could never do a skateboard. I've never been on a motorcycle in my life. I was always a douchebag uh, riding around the 10-speed with all the people with their nice BMX bikes, trying to keep up with them. You know, thinking since I have gear 8 and 9, I'll be able to go up a hill faster. It never worked out, though. I mean, and the cool thing about a bike when you are a younger guy is, like, once of, like, 8 through 13, that is your one escape from your house, that bike. I just got my turkey legs, so you guys are at the top. <laughs> you look like uh, like uh, one of those old English kings. <laughs> Come here, sir. All you need is a goblet. All right, now I've heard rumors about turkey legs. I heard they're not actually turkeys. Really? Oh, those have to be turkeys. What, what, are, what are they? they I heard they were emus. That's what I've heard. I actually heard that from Buckethead when we all went together on our uh, our tour at Halloween Horror Nights that turkey legs aren't actually turkeys. Now, do you think there's that many emus to uh, support that many uh, turkey legs being sold? I, I don't even know what an emu is. No, you never uh, been uh, around an emu farm or anything? What does an emu do? Uh, emus, it looks a lot like an ostrich. It's uh, kind of kind of like a turkey, but real big. All right, so basically it's just an overgrown turkey. Basically, yeah. All right, I thought it was like a goat or something. No, it's like a, uh, it looks a lot like an ostrich. I thought it was like an EverQuest character or something like that. All right, now Putin's going to think it's time for him to turn on his mic because he heard something about EverQuest. Uh, you know what could be kind of cool, too? I'm looking at this thing, and I'm thinking maybe... Uh, it would fit? No. Don't you try it. Uh, Mo. Uh, nice right, listening. Why, why are you finishing my sentences? Now it's odd that we're finishing each other's sentences. Well, if I'm reading your mind here, I'm very scared. All right. Now, nah, you're right, though. Whenever you eat a turkey leg, do you feel like a man? Yeah, like, that, that's definitely a manly thing to do. You won't see any dainty chick picking up a, a big turkey leg and taking a bite out of it. Here's my favorite part. When you get down to the ligaments, you can then pick your teeth with the ligaments. I've this, never tried that. It's the way the Native Americans used to do it. You know what? I don't think I've ever had those big turkey legs before. I don't think I've ever... Uh, you want to take a bite? No. Come on, take There's one There's something bite. very disgusting about it. How about I put some mayonnaise on it and coleslaw you know and then you can eat like? it up? It looks like a deep-fried baby leg. Ah. Oh. Ah. No, I'm really hungry. That's disgusting. <laughs> Doesn't it? How could you eat that? That No, now... Ew. It does. How old's the baby? I totally see the bursted blood vessels. Uh, now, now, how, old, how old's too old? I think if it's like a two-year-old baby, it's okay. Really? I think the younger you go, the less they've experienced in life. Kind of just like uh, abortion. The younger you do it, the more right it is. I wish I had the shock drop drop out of it. It's like human veal. <laughs> it is, and it's tender. It's so tender. Yeah, I think it's like a two-year-old baby. And, um, and it's like one of those really fat American babies. Oh, yeah, definitely. Not like That's the, not ch- some uh, Chinese, uh, you know, just uh, malnutrition baby. Not one of those skinny French babies. This is one of those, this is a real good old-fashioned American baby. You know, I think this is what happens when you put kids up for adoption. <laughs> yeah, this is where they, this is where <laughs> they go. I think they go to the turkey leg factory. <laughs> Wouldn't that be great? And the rest of them are, are uh, doll heads. Uh, all right, hold on. I'm going to write that down for a movie idea. <laughs> Little kid, we're gonna take you to the emo farm today. What if that was the big thing about uh, like uh, like Christian uh, families and stuff like that? You know, and that's their whole reason for t- for not wanting abortions. Because they like turkey legs so yeah. much that they want you to put them up for adoption so there's more turkey legs yeah, in the world. They're encouraging adoption so that uh, you can go to places like the PlayStation Photo Action Sports Tour and have a nice quote unquote turkey leg. But then what do you do with the rest of the baby? Uh, try to 
create some new fossil fuel with it. I think that's what the uh, that's what uh, God intended them for. How about a nice handbag? <laughs> How about the next generation of the Cabbage Patch Kids? That's what you could do. It's real life, but it's just missing the legs. You could always put something else on there. I can't believe we're in public having this conversation. Yeah. We've Norm- got a baby Louis Vuitton. Nor- normally we're in the studio and we think we're killing. Right now we're saying this stuff and we're in public. We're like, oh, man, we're animals. Yeah, All right, we got to take a break. Yeah, we have a guest coming up here in a second. All right, tell him to uh, hang tight because i got to finish my turkey leg. All right. How long do you think it'll take me to finish this thing? I think if you uh, commit to it, you can have it down in 90 seconds. No, it's impossible. Three minutes. No, I'm thinking like 45 minutes. No. 45 minutes to eat a turkey leg? Oh, yeah. I like to get it all. All right. We'll take a break. We'll come back. Uh, broadcasting live from the TD Waterhouse and the PlayStation Pro Do Action Sports Tour, it's the Hideout, Real Radio, 104.1. Welcome back to the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. I'm a quarter of the way through my turkey leg as we broadcast live from the TD Waterhouse and the PlayStation Pro Do Action Sports Tour. I'll have Faye and Jade Ups in the Hideout. Joining us right now, one of the competitors, and uh, I really have to apologize for my lack of manners, buddy. Um, Steve McCann. How you doing, man? Not too bad, mate. Yourself? Uh, outstanding. Now, you are uh, two things. Obviously, you're from Australia. Uh-huh. Uh, secondly, you're in the BMX competitions? Yeah, I'm definitely from Australia, man. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm part of the, the BMX crew here at the Action Sports Tour. How you doing so far and everything? Uh, well, I was doing good until I broke my wrist. I was yeah, sitting third. I, I see that, man. And what happened? Uh, you know, it's, it's a rough one. How what many, what how happens? Many, how many broken legs and stuff like that you usually get in something like this? Uh, you know, it, it just depends. I, I really haven't broken my legs or anything. This is the first time I've ever had a calf, but I've broken both my collarbones before. You oh, know, wow. So. Now, do you break your hands a lot, too, or like landing wrong and that kind of stuff? On yeah, that? yeah. All you have to do is slap it down, you know? Like, I really didn't even land that hard. I just kind of slapped it on the ground, and I broke my skateboard, but it sucks. Um, so, what, like, what do you do now, then, now that you got the cast? I mean, are you just hanging out, or...? I think I think I might get one of those turkey legs. Hey, like you, you want to buy? Because if yeah, you want to I mean, buy, you can have it. Uh, what, are you, what are you an I'll, animal? I'll get, I'll get my own. I'll get oh, my own. How, how barbaric is a turkey leg? Look at that thing. Do you have these in Australia or no? <laughs> now we eat kangaroo legs, mate. You kidding me? Hi, right, is a kangaroo? Does it taste better than a than a turkey leg? You know, it's a tourist thing, but uh, if you're local, you'll like it. Tourists kind of find it a bit rough. All right, I gotta ask. You. I'm sorry, Steve. We'll talk more about your BMX biking, but I'm really intrigued by a kangaroo leg. Yeah, what does it taste like? Don't tell me chicken either. I don't believe that. You know, I'm going to leave that up to you. you got to come and see. you got to come and taste it. It's right. a tourist thing. Like tell, a, tell the American public they need to come and just taste the kangaroo legs. Now, let me ask you. Our buddy Tommy do you guys, has... Do you guys, like, fry the pouch, too? Do you guys just eat everything? Or uh, the, it... the, pou- the pouch is like a delicacy, man. Yeah? It's yes. like, all right, so basically your kangaroo is like the buffalo here. Yeah. That's pretty, what it is. Pretty much. Right, do you eat the little babies that are in the pouch, too, or no, is that illegal? We, we breed the babies so that we can ride them to school. <laughs> We're talking to Steve McCann. Yeah, he's in the uh, BMX competition. He was until he broke his wrist uh, here at the PlayStation Pro Do Action Sports Tour. How far along on the uh, tour did you break it? Where did you break uh, it at? Come, come the third stop in Portland, I broke it. Uh, I, what's it like traveling around and doing this kind of stuff? Because we were commenting on it earlier just about how there are a lot of you know hot chicks running around. and It's, like, it's almost like, I mean, kind of reminds me a little bit of something like the Warp Tour. Yeah, they, 
a lot of the same kind of crowd. They there. got the, you know they got the the video game stands and like my spaces here and all that kind of fun stuff. I mean, yeah. it's a whole traveling thing. Is that is that part of the allure? It's definitely, it's a big crew of people that are that are out here. You know, and uh, we're all having a good time. Each stop, there's definitely parties, but you know, most of the guys are pretty serious about what we do. They're all real athletes, and and I mean, they obviously have their their party nights, but at the same time, we we enjoy ourselves and we uh, we take it seriously. Oh yeah, a lot of people who uh, don't know about the sport don't know how serious you guys take it. They think you guys are out here just kind of fooling around and yeah. everything. They don't understand that it is truly competitive out here. Uh, a lot of hours uh, and and a lot of time and dedication goes into to what these athletes do, and you know you have to have the utmost respect for them. They're they're the same as any other real athletes out there. Football, whatever you want to, whatever you whatever you do, you know everybody takes what they do seriously. And you see too, I mean you can break your wrist like you. Did you cry when you broke it? Oh uh, no, no way. <laughs> Come well, on, you can admit. Well, I went and got myself a chicken leg. <laughs> All right, so now you got a turkey leg. You're eating yeah. chicken legs. Now I chicken understand legs. there's a bigger man. Uh, it's a Hideout Real Radio 104.1, broadcasting live from the PlayStation Pro Do Action Sports Tour. All right, from Australia then. Yeah. I hear you're having some trouble with uh, being on the right side of the street. What's going on? You know, it's, that's one of the things you got to watch out for, you know. You guys driving the wrong side of the road, I'll tell you that much. You know, honestly, it's tough for me to argue with you because, I mean, you guys kind of all did that first. Australia, England, France. I mean, you you guys kind of originated. We're the ones that got it backwards here in America. Well, America never does anything that the rest of the world does. Everybody else is on a metric system. I mean, well, yeah, what's up with the imperial stuff? I don't, I don't know. know. I mean, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't make any sense, really. It's a made-up system, and there's no, like, real uh, conversions for anything. It, America wants everybody to adhere to what we do uh-huh. instead of doing uh, what the rest of the world does. Of course we I mean, do. What's we have, up with that? We have turkey legs. Look at the size of this thing. Yeah. In America, it's always bigger. All right, so you almost got hit by a couple of buses, right? Yeah, of course, yeah. Walking out, you know, you look the wrong way, and all of a sudden, like, the bus comes. All right, so now, and now how do, what do you do after that, then? After you feel stupid once you almost get hit by a bus, are you thankful? Usually you're pretty white. Right, now, do you do any, like, weightlifting or uh, any kind like, of weight training cardio like? for, uh, for like, the BMX uh, competitions and stuff? Yeah, I mean, yeah, you gotta do it. You gotta do a lot of stuff to be up in up in the game with these guys. Now you gotta be uh, you gotta be strong enough to take the heavy hits, but uh, you need the you need the cardio work so that you can uh, keep up with the stamina of everyone. I, I you know what I think would be good for that too, yoga. For some reason, I think being able to be real flexible is probably something that you guys need when you're uh, doing that. Because your your big thing's the 720, right? Yeah. All right, so all right, that's twice round, right? Yeah, twice round. All right, how do you begin to say, hey, I'm gonna go and I'm gonna go twice around? What what in your mind says, hey, I'm gonna do this? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's like it's like a mindset thing. You set out to, to learn something, you know, and you do it. How many times did you attempt it and just dump on it until you finally uh, got it right? It was a good couple of months, like of learning, you know, taking taking the hits. And, and getting back up, trying it again. All right, when are you going for a thousand? For a thousand? Yeah. Twelve sixty or something? Yeah. yeah. Three spins? I just go for a thousand. Nice, nice round number like a thousand. Come in backwards or a little bit sideways? Yeah. Why not? It's good. Huh? If, if you could do that, well, I mean, you already have the broken wrist. Yeah, you might as well go for two. Yeah, break the other one. Oh, now's your time to practice. It's not like you could do any more damage. Uh, sure. We're here in the hideout with Steve McCann, uh, the BMX show. All right, what was? What's the grand prize then? Because uh, this is the final stop. I mean, what's the big money that everyone's going to win at the top of the competition. Well, first place gets a turkey leg, but second place gets a chicken leg. Lucky. 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 
I but uh, if, if and, uh, I guess if you win this competition, and Ryan Gutler's sitting in a, a great position right now, he's uh, sitting in first, he's in the finals, he only has to get seventh to win the overall prize, and it's uh, $75,000 in a brand new Toyota truck. Wow, man. All right, so you're making some good cash off of this then. Not me. All right, yeah, I'm going to have to buy a turkey leg. All right, well, now what are you going to do? You need a little money? You yeah. need Float. Do you reckon we can take a collection of? All right, let me float you $7 so you can go get one of these things. I'll even throw in another two so you can get a nice Mountain Dew. I don't want Sweet. you to sit there all alone. Yeah, what is up with... I watched that show, The Super Size Me, the other day. The McDonald's Super Size Me show? Yeah. What is up with that program? All right, so... You guys got everything big over here, right? I, you know, I don't know what it is. All right, let me ask you about this. Because, all right, how old are you, if you don't mind me asking, 22. Steve? 22. All right, Steve McCann joining us. He's 22 years old from Australia in the BMX. All right, when did you come over to America? Uh, five years ago. All right, five years ago. So you rolled enough then in Australia to see how stuff goes. Have you noticed the women here? And I'm going I'm to whisper when we say this. Have you noticed they're a little bit fatter here? Yeah, they, than, they have a little more weight. Are they, the, are they fat like that in Australia? It's like you don't like a voluptuous woman. Come right, on. There's no. voluptuous, and then there's just fat right on the back. You know, there, there's, there's fat in places where you shouldn't have Here's it. where it's bad. When their gut is hanging over and get pinched in between their belt and their jeans. And that happens a lot around here. They're not like that in Australia, are they? No. All right, Australia so sounds like heaven. Yeah, yeah, it sounds like just like an island full of heaven. They got kangaroos there that you can eat. The pouches are a delicacy. Now, is this big over in Australia, the uh, the yeah. action sports? It's definitely big in Australia. There's a lot of the, the top riders that uh, come from Australia that are actually over here. You know, you have Ryan Gula, Corey Bowen, myself, Cameron White, Colin McKay, uh, Luke Parsler, some of the, the top guys in the field at the moment. Steve, that's not your batch wrist, is it? That's not the wrist you run one to, is it? No. No? no. Okay, no. good. I'm just this, making... is the, this is the wrist I play cricket with. Okay. I'm All just right. making sure that uh, you didn't ruin you know, a, a big part of your life, especially being in a bus all the time and everything. I know. It can I get lonely. Think of it as a sex toy. Uh, why? How? You hit yourself on the forehead? What's wrong with you? So, all right, so do you and the rest of the Aussies then, do you guys kind of gang up on the Americans and kind of give us crap? No, no. You just got to, we go out there and we just dominate the field. You don't need to give any you go, crap when you're doing You go, that. hey, hey, what's with that Ford? What's with the? What's with that Ford Taurus? Yeah. And, uh, in Australia, are there American jokes? Are there jokes uh, about Americans? Yeah. Can I hear yeah, one I of them? Is that? All right, can you have a radio uh, you know, friendly one? You put me on the spot now. I can't well, think I'll of give you a chance to think about it. We'll we'll reset for a All second. Right. Talking to Steve McCann, he's in the BMX competitions where he was. He broke his wrist on the tour. Been doing this for 12 years. 22 year old dude. Been doing this for 12 years. He's uh he's really his big thing is the uh, 720 turndown, and um and he and we're really fascinated with the Australia aspect of it. Like, what do you guys say about America? Yeah. Well, What's the, what's the main consensus over there? Uh, usually that you guys are pretty gullible. You know, before when I was saying about we breed the babies yeah. so we can ride them to school? Right. You could run that line in any bar if you really wanted. Uh, I would believe that. I mean, just look at the way we fell for that war. Yeah, I'd say we're pretty gullible. Um, and even the Australian goes, ooh. Uh, well, hey, Steve, man, thanks for hanging out in the hideout with us, bro. No Best of luck. You got a website or anything you want to pimp out there? Nah, just the... Uh, his, just wrist it, his wrist ain't even broken. He's just trying to see how gullible we are. Oh, yeah. that's what it is. Just yeah. milking. I didn't even ride, actually. <laughs> Look at what I'm going to do to these silly Americans. I'm going to make them think my wrist is broken. Hey, I don't, you guys should definitely check out Mongoose.com, though. All right, Mongoose.com is where we need to go to. Yep. You, you, on my, you on MySpace, sir? 
Uh, you on MySpace or anything? Nah, I'm not. All right. Well, you should get on MySpace. I should, huh? I don't know. You, you have no friends then. You got to get on MySpace and uh, get yourself some nice friends. Look me We're up. We're gonna on go the- on mongoose.com if you go to bloodytrixie.com. All right, we'll do. Over 18. He's over 18. He's oh, fine. All right, over 18. For, I'm, I'm just telling the listening audience. Uh, all right, uh, Steve. Thank you very much, right. brother. It was no, nice to meet you. Good to meet you, bro. Best of luck and have fun on the rest of the tour. That's a good dude right there. That's Steve McCain. Yeah. I like him. Right I, in the mongooses out there. I like there. learning about what other countries think about Americans. Yeah. Well, it, that's an odd thing. I would never think gullible would be the first thing that comes to their mind. We're like the rest of the world's uh, Poland. You know, they, they have, they have uh, Polak jokes. We have Polak jokes here. They have uh, American jokes. They're aware about how stupid we are. Who tells a Polak joke anymore? I do. I mean, right. there's so many of them. Yeah, but they can, you can substitute for anything. Like what? Chinaman? Oh, come on. What do you know? Well, what are you talking about? I don't, what know, you, what do you, I, don't know, I don't know what you're talking about when you say we can uh, substitute for anything. What are you, Bill Parcells all of a sudden? Uh, I got I got a few Jap plays in my book. All right. uh, what is that? Come on. Bill don't, Parcells. Don't be so racist. We're out here in front of people right now. You mm. can't actually, you can't hide behind that in the studio. <laughs> now people look at you and they give you that shame look. All right, let's take a break. I think I'm looking at him. I'm looking down at my my, uh, feet, just kind of wiggling with my cord. All right, we'll take a break, Dubs. We'll come back. Chunks, what would you think of that Steve guy? I thought he was pretty cool. I think he was disgusted by the turkey leg because I would you be. were talking to him, he's just staring at it as it's just dripping onto your lap and all yeah, over your I'm face. Like, I'm like waving it around and like pointing, like using it as a prop. I mean, you right, hand, it's your turn to talk. You handed the guy your chewed up turkey leg. You're like, hey, dude, you want a bite? You Look, want a bite? And he it's broke like dripping his, on He him. broke his wrist on tour. He said he needed to eat. What? He eats kangaroo, man. Who eats a kangaroo? You actually fell for that, gullible American. They don't eat kangaroo? No. I idiot. feel played. <laughs> I want, get him back over here. I want to hit him. I, now, Terrific Tom says they eat kangaroo. Now, don't you feel stupid. Right, no. Tommy, what would you think about the great Australian? Uh, I wouldn't describe anything about Australia as great, but he was a pretty good guy. Australia, to me, sounds like heaven. Yeah, why don't you move there, then? I'm thinking about it. I know several people that are already moving back, so whatever. <laughs> we'll take a break. We'll come back. Um, it's more of the hideout. Road Radio 104.1. Drop the bombshell. Get up, get up. This is out of control. Get up, get up, get up. Drop the bombshell. Get up, get up. All right, welcome back into the hideout. Road Radio 104.1. I'll have in J-Dubs broadcasting live. Outdoors at the TD Waterhouse, the PlayStation Pro Do Action Sports Tour, the BMX Dirt Finals going on right now. Yeah, it's a blast out here. Uh, we just uh, interviewed uh, one of the BMX riders. Uh, he rides the Mongoose, so go check out www.mongoose.com. And uh, you know what's you know what's kind of cool actually? What's up? I feel very safe, and here's why. Hold on a second. Uh, because we got terrific Tom here manning things, and we got Tuds back at the studio holding I, holding everything down. I feel very safe, but th- these types of events they uh, attract the angry white kids, the kids who are just angry because uh, they listen to music. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, you're right. And as a Latino, maybe I could see some of them trying to jump me. Eh, maybe not. No, I don't think they're gonna jump you, but they're just they just walk around here pissed for no reason, which I like. I like because I, they they're right up front about what they hate. Uh, by the way, uh, it's adults. <laughs> yeah, I hate you if you're over 19. Uh, joining us in the hideout, hideout Unless heretic. Unless you buy me beer. Yeah. 
And then you're my favorite, uh, Mad Matt Mateo, Hideout Heretic. What's up, brother? What up, guys? How you doing? So you took the night off. You were supposed to be at Halloween Horror Night. Yeah, I was supposed to be out there working tonight, scaring people, but uh, a 2 a.m. night with an 8 o'clock class the next day, it doesn't work out too good. Now, we're broadcasting live from Halloween Horror Nights tomorrow. Uh, you'll be working tomorrow? Yeah, I'm definitely there tomorrow night. Now, Dubs and I went through. Were you working on Sunday night? Yeah, I was. Were you the last person in the uh, in the uh, the house that you work in? Yeah, the Demon Cantina. I think you got me. Did I? Yeah. I can't tell in there, but if I was one of the leather guys with no shirt on, that was it, me. It was the last guy in the house. That's it was, me it at was home. Me then. Yeah, he, uh, he definitely got me then. I got oh, you. Oh, really? Yeah. I was looking for you. Yeah. I was, I was going through, and actually, it turns out. Another heretic is in there. Uh, CB Wolf on MySpace oh, okay. is also working in the exact same one. I guess there's an A group and a B group. Yeah, I yeah, didn't know. Yeah. I'm B group. All right. I think he's uh, I think he's A group maybe. So maybe that's why you guys Oh, is he better then if he's on A group? Oh, he made the A team. No, that means I just have to stay later on peak nights. I get to go through the house. Um, I, You know, that's remember that growing up? Yeah. I, I, when you're on a, on a sports team, there's uh, A squad and B squad. Mm-hmm. And uh, B squad is always like the uh, prep team for the A squad. All right. Here's the thing. When I I was in seventh and eighth grade at Truman Middle School back in uh, Grand Prairie, Texas. I was uh, basketball, actually football, a team. Uh, basketball, I was a floater. I was the star on the B team. Just flush. Mm-hmm. But uh, come on. You were one of those kids on the uh, far court that stayed away from us, A kids. I was the star on the B team. But when the B team didn't have a game or there was a tournament, I got called up to the A team. You always had to wear the smelly mesh when I, you guys were playing the I, one on I, in the uh, five on fives. I'd log about five to seven minutes on the A team and uh, you know get a couple of boards, maybe a basket or two. My specialty was defense in the seventh grade at Truman Middle School. Well, yeah, you're the uh, round man of rebound. <laughs> actually, I'm the round man of just sitting around because uh, at that point, actually, and then the other thing too was uh, Coach Benford always made me keep stats. When I say round man rebound, I mean you. Uh, when they were taking their uh, their free throw shots, you had to you know sit there and throw it back to okay, them. No, 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 no. Now you were there. Maybe, when... maybe you didn't hear me. I was a star on the B team, and I got to go up to the A team when we didn't have games. Did you ever score 19 points in a B team game before? Did you know B A Brackus? All right, no. Okay. All right, you got me. Damn, you're always getting me. You're always one Oh, you off. said you were, uh, you went up to the A-team every once in a while, and I was wondering if you knew I am. All right, so Halloween Murdoch? Horror Night's tomorrow night, Mad Matt Mateo. Um, how much fun is it scaring people over there, it's dude? A, it's the best job in the world. For I get to live Halloween for a month. That's so cool. Yeah, Halloween is definitely my favorite uh, holiday. And is it really considered a holiday anymore? Yeah. Sure, why not? I consider it a holiday. I consider it uh, a day where I think everybody should have the day off and night off. It's more of a holiday than Thanksgiving or Christmas. Thank, you know why it's not considered a holiday? Because it's not necessary for you to hang out with your family on that day. If it's necessary for you to hang out with your family on that day, then it's considered a holiday. You know, that's a very good point. Well, you got to hang out with your children if you have them. Yeah, but I mean, you you put Sadie Lou, your cat, on a uh, leash and walk around the neighborhood. You know what? We picked up our uh, we picked up our costume for her today. What are you putting her in this year, you moron? Got her little lion costume. <laughs> Detroit lion costume? No, it's a regular lion costume, but it's uh, such a mo. Why? I mean, seriously, you're so terrible. gay. You're why so that, gay. Why is that gay? To put my little Sadie Lou in a lion costume? Why don't you put her in the ped uh, orange shirt they used to put her in? I or have, maybe the devil outfit. I have the orange shirt still. It's a soft paws on the back of it, and I still have the. Uh, <laughs> such I, a sissy. And I still have the uh, devil costume. The That's... devil costume's a little tight on her now. All right, Matt. Just put a little weight on. Yeah, she is fat. No, she isn't. <laughs> Voluptuous. No, she's a fat American cat. <laughs> she's well on her way to being Garfield. 
Uh, Matt, Matt, Mateo, I wanted to ask you about something. Yep. Last night, or a couple nights before, we had Chunks out at the sandwich board. Yep. And we had him giving away tickets to uh, where we're broadcasting live from right now, the, uh, the PlayStation Podu Action Sports Tour. And you said something there was something very disturbing going on. Yeah, I saw I saw it firsthand. Actually, me and Lester saw it. Hooch's hand? Lester big hands. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> no, he felt firsthand with that one. Yeah, she yeah. did by the way admit last night to uh to grabbing your junk, yeah, by the way. Yeah, I wasn't too happy And she that. said it happened out at the Slow and Low live broadcast. Oh, I didn't even hear that she admitted to that. Yeah, she admitted. Where were you last night? I don't know. I, were you doing the show? I think so. She says she looks like Paris Hilton and she's your new girlfriend. I don't know what that means. Uh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. So it's, it's, like, uh, it's like Paris Hilton's exact opposite. <laughs> if she had brunette hair, <laughs> it would be exactly... Hey. Oh, hey, God. This, this is visual for us. Ah! Um, all right, so you were out at the uh, them giving away tickets, chunks, and what happened? Basically, okay, there's little like 12 year olds running around Winter Park Village everywhere. I'm it's listening. Like, it's the yeah, I know you are with your talk band. slower. Yeah. Oh yeah, so you can play with your turkey leg there. Oh, you had bird flu. And uh, Uzzah, I got it. All right. Well, he's they're walking around. He's got his sandwich board on, and he's checking out every little 12 and 13 year old walking around. I think he's in heaven now because they're all over there. What's your problem? I, I, what do you mean by problem? You guys were talking about how you were rating uh, ten-year-olds earlier. We didn't know they were. I didn't. We either. thought we thought they were 18. It's dark outside. I figure I get a free pass. If you can't see them and they have the silhouette of. A oh check, yeah, tell tell the cop that when he comes and arrests you. That's not a believable uh, excuse. Like uh, when you're driving through a middle school and you just say, "Oh, my windows are tinted. I didn't know." <laughs> His excuse is, he's like, I couldn't see, so that's why I had to feel. <laughs> Sorry, officer. Well, okay, gonna, I, I can understand now. Now not, it's all coming together for me. That's not going to hold up in a court of law. They walk two feet in front of him. I got bad eyes. Everyone knows that. No, we don't. Yeah. Awful. You don't even wear glasses. Sometimes my eye... Lit, Look, lit, whatever, Jimmy right. D. I think, All right. they, I think <laughs> they even yelled something back at him when he tried hitting on him. What did they say? I don't know. I couldn't hear him too well. I was too busy laughing at him. Hey, nice boobs. Is that what they said? Probably. Jiggle, jiggle. Nice waistline. <laughs> they all pretty much did just laugh at me. I did. You I heard the body a of, of my mom. Yeah. How many kids have you had? <laughs> You're prime for about 12 or 13. Are you that lady from Arkansas that just gave birth <laughs> to the 16th? Now I know uh, Chunks had a question for Mad Matt Mateo. Yeah, I, I was I was talking to Mad Matt the other day uh, when we were off there a little bit about Halloween Horror Nights. Yeah. And uh, from what he was telling me, it sounds pretty cool. I don't know. Can you tell any stories? Uh, yeah, I got a couple actually. Um, what do you mean, like making them fall over and run out of their screaming oh, yeah, into OPD? Yeah, yeah, stuff like that. <laughs> Wait, well, there, I'll, I'll give you one. Last week, uh, Saturday, this mm-hmm. lady came through. She's kind of old, but you know, she was still walking, I guess. <laughs> and uh, she got scared by the guy off to my right. And like you said, I came out of nowhere on that si- on the sidewalk. Yeah. I scared her so bad, she fell backwards, grabbed the guy she had, and nailed her head on the wall, directly behind her. And for a second I went, oh, but then I started laughing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's got to make you feel good. That's like if you're in the uh, in the uh, playoffs and you get a, uh, a double and you knock a couple runs and we're making an old lady fall over. Oh, yeah, and the best thing is we had OPD, another one, we had OPD standing there as a distraction. They're trying to get on it because they're bored all night. They yeah. want to scare people because they see them running out of there. I scare a girl and she ran up to OPD and she, like, kind of grabbed him. And then I came up behind her again and scared her and she fell. I swear, if she would have tugged harder, she would have taken OPD's pants. Down. Oh, nice. All right, nice. All right, slow down again when you tell these stories. Hey, by the way, when I was walking through yours, the cantina one, yeah. I got sprayed with whatever was in the toilet. 
I think it's just water. I think. There's yeah, because they got a whole scene about something going on in the toilet, and it looks like uh, the toilet from Train Spotting. <laughs> and I and I get something on me. I'm like, what is going on here? I don't know. We well, do get a little wild over there. It might. I, I don't know. Welcome to your flu. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I don't think I, I had it long before okay. there. All right, Matt, Matt Mateo, it's good to see you hide out here. Yeah. You'll be hanging out a little bit. You Thanks take it off? Out, no, I'll be here. I'm going to go watch him walk around. Hey, I trust whatever. him with a sandwich board. You want to walk around with a sandwich board? Yeah, sure. All right, uh, I love this kid. Yeah, we'll hook you up with something for doing it. And uh, we also have... Oh, yeah, go hand out flyers, too. Okay. And we'll give you prizes. You know we love you. Yep. He's one of our, our favorite heritage. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. We've got a couple of buddies here. Yeah, from, uh, uh, new Del- buddies that we haven't met yet. From Deltona. One of them's a cop, one of them's a fireman, and they have a couple of challenges for chunks. Huh. So we'll take a break. We'll he loves back. these. He wishes everyone would come up and just challenge him to do stuff, especially on air. We're broadcasting live from the PlayStation Pro Do Action Sports Tour. Also, remember tonight is the official hideout after party at Chillers. Tonight is Tommy Bateman's night. We will be leaving directly from here to go to Chillers. $2 Miller Lite, $2 Jaeger, uh, no cover, a free shot as soon as you walk in the door. Chillers, 33 West Church Street. Courtesy of me. Downtown Orlando. We'll take a break. We'll come back. More of the hideout live uh, on Real Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back to the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Half A and Dubs broadcasting live from the PlayStation Pro Do Action Sports Tour at the TD Waterhouse. Going to be here until 10 o'clock. And then we head over to Chillers for the official Hideout after party. I see, Hefe, uh, you finished your turkey leg. Yeah. I, I thought it would take about 45 minutes, and it did. That was the saddest uh, uh, like amount of eating I've ever seen. If I If I had a big turkey leg in front of me... I think I could have the thing down in 15 minutes, tops. I'm, I'm talking, dude. I mean, I don't want to. I know we did an interview and we're we're hanging out with the heretics. I, I wanted to be able to actually talk and not just eat the whole time. You want me to get your turkey leg up? You can try it out. Should I try it? Uh, you know, those turkey legs freak me out. I'm very proud that I've never had one. Oh wow! Now look who's back battling. Uh, I'll do it. I'll do it. But if you want me to eat a baby leg, I'll do it. Oh, you got to do it in five minutes. I ain't paying for it. I'm not either. All right, Chunks, you're buying a turkey leg. I don't have any cash. <laughs> the poorest show in the world. You know, that is true. I don't want to run any smack or anything, but this is how everybody, and it's so funny because we meet so many people, and they're so nice to us. Yeah. They act like we're kind of, like, important or whatever. <laughs> and li- little do they know that earlier I'm really worrying about whether or not I'm going to overdraw my account to get 40 bucks out of the ATM. Did yeah. you? Nah, nah, almost. See, that's why I don't even, I, I'm not even allowed to uh, go into my account without asking permission. So I'm I'm pretty confident in when I have money and when I don't. Because you're, whenever your chick says hey? Yeah, whenever. Uh, I have to uh, either text message her or call her, and then she'll give me the nod. <laughs> oh, dude. All right, so what do you say? Hey, I'm going to take 20 out. And what does she tell you, no? Yes or no. Uh, what if she says no in the text message? What do you do? Not take the 20 out. You take 10 out? <laughs> no, I can't take any out. That means we're going to overdraw. Oh, man. D- does she ever ask you, like, what are you taking this money out for? No, no, she'll never ask that. But... I have heard him call before, and I think about it and say, hey, is it okay if I buy a monster? Yeah, I, I have to, you know, if I'm going to use the card, i got to call and ask for permission. 
right, does she have to call you? No, she handles the money. She knows what's in there. I don't. Oh, dude, you're getting run. You're yeah. like MC Hammer. You're like MC Hammer, and you are, all your money is getting taken up. I wouldn't be surprised if she has three different bank accounts <laughs> with all your cash. Well, it's only one bank account because I, I put the money actually in the bank account. No, you do, but then she probably withdraws it and takes it across the street to her own little private <laughs> account. Oh, yeah, because she's making so much money off my checks. They're so huge. <laughs> they barely cover rent. Yeah, yeah, I say. <laughs> well, I was a few minutes late today because uh, as I was driving in, I realized I only had $2 in my wallet, and parking here is $5. So I had to drive around first to try a bank. And then I realized I was going to have to pay to park to find money so I could go to the bank and withdraw money. So I just said, screw it, and I parked a couple of blocks away where I could pay with my credit card. Wow. And so now I'm trying to find something to eat, and I uh, only have $2, and I can't get a funnel cake. Now this turned into a whole sad sack show. A whole sad sack about what money we don't have. I say we had a third Mike, Jim Cramer's money. <laughs> All right, maybe we do that. Yeah, I don't really mean for it to be that, but I was thinking about it. I'm walking around, and I'm like, man, I don't know if I can afford this turkey leg. It's We're big, on the radio. It's a big expense, you know. Uh, and here's the thing. It's not like we live lavishly. If you saw my car, you'd laugh. <laughs> my outfit is real radio shirts. Oh, yeah. And shirts from WJFK. And We're, shirt- sh- We're swag men. That's what we do. We just wear the stuff we get from the station. You see the other shows go out, and they got really nice outfits, and they look really cool. And then, they, and then they're like, why do you guys wear the radio station stuff when you go on appearances? That's all I got, bro. <laughs> I, these shorts I got from Old Navy. These $20 shorts, they gotta last, last me to next spring. You're gonna see me wearing these khaki shorts at every event, I guarantee you. You know why this uh, this time of the year is the, my favorite time of the year? Because it's Christmas time, and what I do, I chicken hawk, uh, <laughs> try to find like, some uh, winter stuff, and say, hey mom, congratulations, you won season two. Guess what I got for my little brother? <laughs> Arrested Development season two yep, on exactly. DVD. And, uh, Merry Christmas. You're a winner. If I have any friends here in Orlando, hey, guess what? You're going to see Nine Inch Nails. That or they're going on eBay. So, <laughs> Merry Christmas, Caller 9. Yeah, I'm Caller 9. In fact, going back to the shorts you're talking about, you bought at Old Navy. Didn't you get those with like a, an old JFK gift card that yeah. you had right before? Actually, you no, it, was a, it was a gift card from our, our old boss. <laughs> yeah. So whatever I get, I owe to my bosses. I directly owe to the station. Look at us. There's a bottle cap, dude. That's hold for on, my mom. Hold on, hold That's on. for my mom. Come hold on. on. Please. Now here's a... Hey, little brother Joey. Unwrap it. It's a Mad Magazine. Congratulations. Chris Rock's on the cover. I know how much you like him. It's a collector's item. I know you're a big fan of Chris Rock. I, I'll grab a Sharpie and sign it, Chris Rock. Hey, it took me a lot to get this. Guess, guess who we had in studio. You'll never believe it. That reminds me of the uh, Christmas present you tried to get Hefe one year. The oh. uh, Mark Cuban picture. For oh, yeah. Tell that story real fast. Uh, last year for Christmas, actually it was your birthday, yeah. um, I got you a uh, picture of Mark Cuban, signed by Mark Cuban, legitimately signed by Mark Cuban. I'm a huge fan of the Dallas Mavericks. I grew up in Dallas. Mark Cuban's the owner of the Dallas Mavericks. What I did, I called uh, I called them and said, hey, uh, I have a, we do a promotion for sick kids, and this uh, sick kid named Alex is a big fan of yours. Can I get a signed picture of you? And I got it for him and gave it to him for his birthday. And I was stoked. Here's what sucks. Dubs' birthday is on Thursday. Yeah. Yeah. What are we going to get him? 
You guys don't have to get me anything. I got my uh, hideout hat. Hey, I got, Ooh. I got this deodorant right here. Congratulations. You hold got nine-inch nails tickets, Jade Hubs. Soft and dry, dry gel. Uh, two of them. One of them's powder as well. Oh, one of them's clear glide. Yeah. Now, here's what's funny. We're doing all this bitching. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm sure uh, Putin's back at the station just cursing us. Yeah. Because our wife guys, is so bad. At least you guys get something. Hey, you have crazy eyes. I don't even want to hear it. How much does he want to bet he stops reading phone calls and he's just sitting in the big chair now like, I'm El Jefe. I'm El Jefe. He's oh, a I plan- can only imagine. And he's playing EverQuest. Uh, it's a hideout broadcasting live from the PlayStation Pro Do Action Sports Tour. Here's when it got really depressing. I was out with Dirty Howie. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, hideout here, sorry. moved away. We were actually hanging out at Latitudes, which, by the way, Russ, uh, grand reopening tomorrow of Latitudes, tomorrow night. Make sure you go hang out with that buddy Russ from the Monsters in the Morning. We, we used to go out there whenever it was when it was still going on, and we're going to be going out again hanging out with Russ. Uh, but anyway, I'm out there with Dirty Howie. And he's like, you know, you know the way the usual listeners be like, hey, I want to get into radio, I want to be in the business. And he goes, I'm sick of my quote unquote thousand dollar a year job. What he's doing. Yeah. And he gives me a number that's like legitimately way more than I make. Mm-hmm. And so he thinks that I'm making more than him. And I'm sitting here looking at Dirty Howie like, dude, you make. I didn't tell him this. Of course not. And he's moved away so I can tell this story comfortably. You make way more than I do. You got to buy me drinks. All right, now I'm depressed. Somebody go get me a beer. They got beers here? Yeah, of I know course I'm, they do. I know I'm on antibiotics, but I need a beer now. I need a funnel cake, quick. All right, we'll take a break. We'll Not come kidding. back. And uh, we'll talk to a couple of buddies who are here that have some challenges for chunks. Do they have any funnel cakes? Do you really want a funnel cake? You need some money for a funnel cake? I do. <laughs> Here, go. I know. He was walking in front of the uh, table a couple minutes ago, counting $2, once over and once over again. I thought he was kind of fishing for cash there. No, I was I was just kind of thinking, I wonder if they take credit yeah, cards here. Still $2. There is an ATM inside, but I think it closed. Yeah, it's closed inside. Um, you could do the old uh, smoky trick from Friday when he's trying to pay off Big Worm. One, two, flip it over. <laughs> One, three, four, flip it over. Five, six. I could just take it from some 12-year-old kid. I see a couple of chicks right over there. Maybe I have some wallets. All right, we got to take a break. Take a break. We'll come back. All right, well, it's a hideout. World Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the hideout. World Radio 104.1. Happy and Dubs broadcasting live. The PlayStation Pro Do Action Sports Tour at the TD Waterhouse. And uh, going to be here till 10. Then it's the hideout after party at Schiller's in downtown. Is that too loud for you, Chunks? Yeah, a little. All right. <laughs> Let me turn that down for you. Ah, how's, how's, that, that, how's that for ah, you? Is that where I got a little bit better? Ah, ah. Um, Chunks <laughs> is here. We're about to talk a couple of uh, the newest heretics. First, we got a phone call, J-Dubs. Nightmare Dave. Nightmare Dave in the hideout of our radio. What's up, Nightmare Dave? What's up, guys? What's up, bro? I'm totally looking forward to the after party tonight. I'm going to buy you all guys around the shots or something. Oh, cool. All right, so you're coming out to Chiller's 33 West oh, Church Street. Uh, that's totally. I don't, have, I don't have to work a double tonight, so I'm off, and I'll definitely be out. Awesome. That is fantastic, brother. Well, make sure you come up, and uh, oh, that's going to be cool. What you yeah. What you have? All right, uh, I was thinking uh, when you're done with that turkey leg that maybe J-Dubs needs to uh, smack it upside of Chunks' head because i got to hear him rival in pain again. What the hell? What the hell? 
wrong with you? Nah, here's the thing. I, I, already, I, I just already, like hearing Chunk scream and yell. I already, <laughs> threw, I already threw away the turkey leg. Nice comeback there, Chunk. I, I sound like I'm getting better. Yeah. But we oh, should, yeah, we should, totally. We, should, no, we got to check your face. Yeah, we got to check my face. Thank you, Nightmare Dave. Right, Appreciate no it, Hey, burn in hell, Nightmare Dave. No, I mean that. <laughs> burn the deepest, deepest layer of hell. The bad one. <laughs> Level uh, seven or eight? Uh, seven. Okay, now yeah, uh, let's check my face, J-Dubs, because... Now, what, what happens is uh, you've been sick for the last week, and if if uh, you can feel me smack chunks in the face, we'll know that... Uh, well, because the, the whole thing was that I had a fever, mm-hmm. and if, if it's, like, real tingly, then it's time to get to the hospital. So it's a matter of if I feel better and this, that, and the other. So why don't you go ahead and test me, see you how I feel. sound fine. Watch the left side. There's still pepper spray on it. The left side? Yeah, left All side. Right. <laughs> ah, come on! That's totally the left side, man! It's still mm-hmm. hot! It's burning! I got you in the ear, too. <laughs> Does that hurt? Yes, it stings! Stuff just doesn't melt off of you. It should when you shower. Maybe you should try that. Did you shower today? Uh, I was a little bit busy. I, I washed up a little bit. You washed up. Would you take an Italian shower? Nice little uh, soap rag? No, uh, that's Irish shower. Italian's just cologne, and yes, I did. Splash a little water in your face, throw some cologne around. Yeah. Well, you know, you, you, you throw some water in your on your hair uh, in the bathroom, so when you come up, everybody thinks you just got out of the shower. And where are you getting all this money for cologne? Are we paying you too much? Uh, no, I brought it back from Virginia. It's actually one of the sample things from uh, Hex. <laughs> what are you doing? Going and getting men's vogue and rubbing it up against your neck? No, you're just getting men and doing that. I just take a lot of the uh, the swabs that they have and oh, I just take a lot of the swabs they have and just put them in my pocket. Oh my God! Lester Big Hands is here and he's oh, pinching oh, chunks on the oh, ass. Oh, that's not in front of his kid. That's weird. <laughs> oh my God! Oh, oh. And chunks is backing up for some reason. Oh. I don't understand. And, look, and, and look at the look at the sun oh. just laughing. Oh. The sun's just enjoying it. Oh, that was that was that's not. Oh. How about Lester Big Hands slap you on the left side and see how that feels? He'd kill me. He killed me. Look right, at his hands. Oh, 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 booby. Okay. Oh. Um, oh, oh, oh. Now, now Dubs, let's uh, let's chat with a couple of buddies who uh, introduced themselves, and were really, really complimentary whenever they uh, whenever they spoke to us. Uh, we got um, we'll call him uh, we'll call him B. We'll call him B, and then J. So together the BJ, and uh, <laughs> they're always rolling around, hanging out yeah, with each right. other. One of them's a, uh, we won't say where, one of them happens to be a law enforcement officer. That is correct. Sir. And that is B, and then J is that's a uh, firefighter. That's right. All right, and we got BJ, yep. and we got the bear, Chunks, right. over here. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, the early bear stud. That's right, exactly. So, so you guys, uh, first to start with you, B, you're in law enforcement, and you listen to the hideout all the time, huh? Oh, yes, sir. I've been here since the uh, inaugural. Day. Okay. Oh, the original episode. That yes, was sir. that was actually when Chunks and Tuttle, uh, who's man in the talk and roll controls right now, did the uh, snorting of the green gr- stuff to give away Green Day tickets. Yeah, all the the different green materials. It was bars of soap, uh, Irish Spring, like wasabi, spice, wasabi, and the and the Green Day tickets. Wow. Well, I can also add in there. I can remember the uh, day that he received his last paycheck. From the other employer, uh, from Infinity Broadcasting, when it uh, was torn in half, 
Didn't we burn it too? Yeah. Lit on fire as well. And wasn't it a pretty good chunk of change? It was like three, four hundred dollars or more. Maybe even six hundred dollars. Yeah. Which uh, at the time I was like, hey, yeah, no problem. Maybe I'll make a little bit more down here. But now. <laughs> but now that he's living in Florida, he's got that big time uh, bar money him. and spinners and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I remember that check. I'm not. Yeah, that was that was wrong. Wow. When you really think back to all the stuff we've done to him, Dubs, it's not very nice, is it? Now, is there any way we were talking about you being in, in the law enforcement? Is there any way that we can possibly get a canine and have chunks go through some canine training? I'm kind of working on that right now. We're going to see if we can uh, get him into a full-service dog uh, arena. What the hell? Do what's called an area search and find the bad guy. (laughs) And then from there, what is uh, more commonly known is called parking. Which is uh, usually where he gets bit very badly. Oh, what right, the hell, dude? I'm not a milk bone. All right, so all right. Here, uh, here's what maybe they could do then. I think you know, with I'd the bone. canine, the canine would sniff you to get the scent, and then you would go running and hide with the cell phone, and then the dog would find you and bite you. Oh, that's a great idea. Uh, you're helping out the uh, wonderful area in which B, the law enforcement officer, was working. I think Absolutely. pepper spray works fine. Absolutely. I want you to watch uh, WrestleMania 4 and see how Bobby the Brain Heenan got out of it. All right? Remember, um, we could think about this as if he uh, uh, raped an individual. Again. <laughs> well, I mean, today is well, only Thursday. I'd, I'd, I'd watch out for the dog because that's the last victim. Well... You know, that happens once in a while, but uh, after a uh, bad scene like that, and then he flees the area, and then he's hiding under a tree in a bad part of town. We could do a whole kind of scene. Absolutely. That'd be great. It'd be like Run, Ronnie, Run. Oh, absolutely. And we could hide you underneath the uh, kiddie pool. And then you could, oh, yes. Then you could say you didn't do it, but you really Videotape did. Videotape it. He's running around wearing yell. like a pink thong yeah. and all that kind of you stuff. You can yell, y'all are brutalizing me. It's just like uh, cops. Uh, yeah. You know what? Just like cops. All right, let's take a break. Similar to. We'll come back and we'll chat with Jay for a second, who's a firefighter. Yeah, maybe he, something else. Uh, he actually, he uh, is a budding broadcaster. He wants to get into the business, and he has a couple of challenges that he'd like to set forth. Oh, great. So don't go very far, Chunks. Can't wait. We'll take a break. We'll come back. More with B and Jay. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Hideout Radio 104.1. Half Dubs broadcasting live from the TD Waterhouse and the PlayStation Pro Do Action Sports Tour. Absolute blast out here. Great vibe. Feeling great. This yeah. thing's going on all uh, all weekend long until Sunday. By the way, I do want to thank Luster Big Hands. He is quickly becoming one of my, my favorite heretic, too. It's the fight between him and Mad Matt Mateo. Here's why I like Lester so much. Last Friday, when I was on my deathbed, he brought me up some Hall's Max, some OJ, and some cake. My my, my favorite uh, hideout heretic has to be uh, Misfit Matt right now because he gets all my wrestling jokes. Yeah, and, and by the way, all... <laughs> and if you can get all my wrestling jokes, you're uh, top of the list. All of us are going out to uh, Chillers for the official hideout after party. Tonight, after the live broadcast, Tommy Bateman is your uh, host this evening. From what I understand, he's going to have some prizes, some good prizes to give out. 
Nine Inch Nails tickets possibly to give out out there. And I heard he's going to do a stunt. I'm not sure. By Tommy Bateman stunting, <laughs> jumping off the roof at Latitude. No, 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 no. And then walking into chillers. It was going through and punching people in the face. That was a stunt. Oh, oh you were punting. That's what you're going to do. You're going to just sit around and punt people's asses right out of the place. Exactly. Um, now, Lester Big Hands heard you crying on the air like a baby about a funnel cake and brought you one. Okay, that's one way of looking at it. I think he was just a very nice guy. I love Here's what's He brought it over with a tampon. He's like, you can use... Hefe's right there. What? What does that have to do with anything? The tampon. It's on you. I go away. Seriously, don't give me a, a soda. Uh, going back to our buddies, the heretics who are here. Um, we have uh, B and J. B is a law enforcement officer. J is a firefighter. We talked to B last break, talking about some stuff that he wanted to do. Now, J, a uh, firefighter here in the area, wants to be in broadcasting and has proposed a couple of stunts. Little that he, challenges. That he'd like to challenge Chunks to. Now, Chunks, out at Miss Monster 2005. You, you've uh, risen to a lot of the challenges put forth at you uh, in the in the recent uh, past here. Now, you're no Tuttle. No. You're obviously no Tuttle because Tuttle won. You're not even Drunky. Even though you tried to staple a picture of Drunky's chick to your chest for your stunt at Miss Monster. Oh, that's that's the man. Um, good, man. That's good. But Jay, what do you what was was it you wanted to propose? Well, uh, I was uh, trying to uh, let's say one of like uh, three things. Um, uh, the fire tower, of course. Hi, what's the fire tower? Now, what's well? Go- the fire tower is like uh, you know, the fire towers. Um, He's talking it, about, like, you have to be a fireman to, like, go up in it, you know? Like, Which is, like, that, that's, like, you know, you wouldn't be, uh... Is it something like woman? I mean, whenever you're, like, in a fire tower, stairs, you're climbing the stairs. No, no, no. He's not a fireman, so he can't do that. So how about this? Put up how about fire. this? All right. How about, um, he does, like, a, a taser. Okay, I like, I like the taser. You get shot with the taser. I'm talking. I'm not talking about getting. You know, like here's a taser. You get it in the uh, in the chest. You get shot with the taser. Ah, one of the guns. Right. Oh, a gun. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, that's great. Where it goes into your right. skin. At the same electricity is my worst fear in the world. At the same time, you get sprayed in the face with uh, some pepper spray. Okay, now that? hold on a second. Now here's the thing about that's this. the beginning. Now here's the thing, Jay. Shanks, you've already done both of these. Yeah. You did pepper yeah. spray last night in the hideout, and from what I understand, it was a hit. It only, um, you only almost died. And the taser you've been gotten with two or three times. Now, what you need to do is just kind of put the two together, and you got yourself uh, a good stunt. Yeah, yeah. Each time I get hit with that yeah. taser, it screws in my head. At the same time. All right, so we, do, right. so we shoot you with the taser first and leave the taser in. No, 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 that's no good. Oh, yeah. And oh, then yeah. we spray you with no, the mace no, no. right where the taser is. Leave the taser in. That's yeah. right. Exactly. And then we can keep, like, keep holding on to you. Like and, oh, yeah. And then I'll oh, be yeah. nice and tender, so when the dog's coming to find me, I'll be easier to chew up. And you know what? Yes. When you get up from the the uh, taser shocking you down, they shock you again. Well, that's fantastic. Pepe. Yeah. We have another uh, I- extreme uh, challenge. Another challenge for Chunks? Yes, sir, I do. Uh, my sister is uh, 27 years old, has All lived right. at home with mom and dad for uh, 27 years. Okay. Uh, she's uh, only had to pay for rent with laundry soap and toilet paper. Okay. I'm 30 years old. Was thrown out when I was 18. Okay, so so uh, he has to have sex with her. Oh, that would be nice. 
But the other thing would be a more of a challenge. Suppose these other people say that she might be hot or something like that, but there's kind of something gross about saying whether your sister's good looking or not. Yeah. I think there's a challenge that would be to uh, live with this girl for 30 days. All right, now hold on a second, Chunks. How about you go live? Does she have your hairline? If she has your Pretty hair- close. <laughs> All right, then that- All right let's, close. Take, let's take a couple phone calls. Uh, Joseph. Joseph, you're in the hideout of Road Radio. What's up, Joseph? Happy Doves. What up, dude? Yeah, you guys are great. Hey, uh, wasn't it Bateman that was saying that you wanted to go around to Latitudes and punch people? Uh, I don't know if it was Latitudes. I think he said he had chillers. That was going to be his stunt oh, punching. Okay, chillers. Same thing. Uh, how about, I want Bateman to punch me in the face because I've never been hit by a girl. Oh. He said he wanted you to punch him in the face because he's never been hit by yeah, a girl. How about, I, uh, how about I punch you in the face? All right, so Bateman, now all of a sudden, uh, it's a challenge. You're throwing yourself out there like a tough guy, and people are going to want to beat you up. Go for it. Right. See what happens. All right, see what, what will happen? First, you'll probably get beat up by a quote-unquote girl, made fun of, and then sued for a lot of money, and then I won't have to do this anymore. Do what? So what? You really don't want to be here? <laughs> I'd rather be in Hawaii on a beach right now. I wouldn't. How about you? I'd rather be right here, to be perfectly honest with you. I meant after today. I mean after tomorrow night. Oh, after right. our broadcast. All right, now let's get a check of the news headlines uh, with Hideout News Director Sir Gary the Prophet. Sir Gary. Sir Gary, are you there? Sir, good evening. How are you tonight? Hey there, Sir Gary. How you doing, buddy? Good, pretty good. Thank you. Um, it is very informative as we broadcast live from the PlayStation Pro Do Action Sports Tour. We're learning a whole lot out here. All right, Sir Gary, what uh, what's in the news today? Well, um, this black guy was something. Oh no! Black guy, not a black guy. Another one. Yeah. What happened? Well, he uh. He shot the white, oh. white deputy sheriff and um, in the... All right, now, did they end up finding him or not, Sir Gary? Did you say they were firing? Did they find him? Well, they hadn't found him yet. Where, where, is, where should they look for him at? They're looking for him. They think he's not nice to be in Orlando. All right, somewhere in Orlando. What else is in the news, Sir Gary? Well, um, another deputy sheriff shot himself and killed his daughter and little, little boy. Oh, wow. Now, I think these are the same stories from yesterday. Was there anything that happened today? Uh, Nothing much today. (laughs) They said we we might get some rain over the weekend. All right, now that's not something that I want, rain. Yeah, Yeah. Chunks. So, Gary, is there anything happening with the uh, space rocket? You haven't informed us The space rocket, uh, they said it's the... uh, Chinese people can go up in a rocket rocket for Now, that is true. The Chinese will be heading up into space. What do you think about that? I thought that was... Th- is it a smaller rocket? And is it for Americans only, space? Yes, sir. It's American in space. <laughs> All right, Sir Gary, where are you going to be appearing Sunday, buddy? I'll be at New Hope Family Baptist Church at 10.30 a.m. on Miller Little Street with a gardener to complain to Esther. You don't ground Sunday to one to probably survive it. All right. Well, let's hear for Hideout News Director, Sir Gary the Prophet. Thank you. God bless you. Have a good evening. All right. We'll see you out here uh, tomorrow night at the PlayStation uh, Pro Do uh, for Hoobastank. I know you're a really big fan and you got front row seats. So I'm very proud of you, Sir Gary. All right. Well, I want to thank B and J for coming into the Hideout tonight. Thank you for protecting and serving. Thank you for having us, and, sir. Uh, also thank you. And doing the whole firefighter and the law enforcement thing. That's really nice, you guys. And thank you for being fans of the hideout first and foremost. We really appreciate that, guys. We'll take a break. We'll come back. 
and we'll do a Chunks Fat Man Diary. It Ooh. is Thursday, so we got one of those. Reminding you, the official hideout after party is at Chillers tonight, downtown Church Street, 33 West Church Street, downtown Orlando. Also, two $2, uh, $2 Jaeger, $2 Miller Lite, $3 Frozen Drinks, no cover, live music, and a free shot right when you walk through the door. More of the hideout, broadcasting live with Real Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the Hideout, Real Radio 104.1, broadcasting live from the PlayStation Pro Do Action Sports Tour. Now, it is the 8 o'clock hour on a Thursday, so even though we're broadcasting live, J-Dubs, it's time to look back at journal entries from Chunks. Our big-breasted Teddy Ruxpin, who reads from his book. All right, Chunks, when was this one? This one is actually part two of the one I read last week. Uh, what happened during last week's one? Last week, there's actually a little bit of a recap in here. Uh, I uh, met a hot chick at the bar, and uh, you guys made me make two awkward calls to her on air. And the last entry left off where she actually kind of dug it a little bit. Uh, after the two awkward calls, I still talked to her, and she wasn't freaked out. All right, so let's hear the next entry then. This one's actually dated April 7th, 2005. Wow. Talk about the ultimate backfire. It's a few days before I leave for Florida. Hefe and Dubs have managed to screw me over yet again. Here's the story. A couple of months ago, I was at Bungalow Billards, trying to mack with a bartender there. And inadvertently, Dubs managed to steal my phone and forced me to make two awkward calls on Funny the he's air. Mac and he looks like a big Mac, so it's kind of odd. That even includes the middle bun. Yeah. After all that, she still wanted to go out on a date with me. Well, he likes a lot of bun, what can I say? Until I gave her a CD of one of our full shows. What's that special sauce on your neck? <laughs> she was appalled at hearing... Charles. ...all of her personal life spilled out on the air. He came totally sickened with me. But it gets worse. I still went to Bungalow, even after my embarrassment. And there was one day where I had gotten sent home early from work. I decided to ease my mind with a few drinks. I sat down in the stool, and lo and behold, Hot Michelle was sitting right next to me. Hey, Al. Hey, Michelle. Hmm. special sauce. Hmm. It was at that moment where a huge dude wedged his way in between me and Hot Michelle. And next happened, he got a Woody. I didn't get, that's not written. Mm, okay. This is Matt, she said. Uh, nice to meet you, dude. The Cro-Magnum grunts at me. Oh, hmm. nice. Well, that's the uh, pot con the kettle black. Neanderthal. I'd like to think I got some like, intelligence. Like two ta- uh, cavemen just grunting at each other. <laughs> Unfrozen caveman producer? Yes, I do grunt a lot. Hey, I say. I'll order my drink and sit down. Before I can drink it, my boss calls up on my phone and, doc- and tells me my pay has been docked for bad behavior. I sigh and hang up the phone. I glance over at Michelle and Matt as apparently they start making out right next to me. Ugh. As the jackass reaches to go under her shirt, <laughs> his elbow spills over my full drink. I look down at the ground in utter defeat. I only had enough money for one drink, 
So I paid for my spilled drink and walked out. Now, a few days before I leave for Florida, I go over to Bungalow for one last hurrah. Michelle is working, but no longer have the heart to talk to her. I see her there, beautiful bouncing hair, voluptuous breasts. One of the other servers... I think you just looked in the mirror. ...comes up to me and takes notice of my staring. She sits down and says, hey, Al. I say, what? <laughs> what? The look on your face is just priceless. It's sad. He's staring off. Yeah. It's like he's doing this from memory now. Yeah, no. The other server informed me. She says, hey, Al. You know, if you were just simply asked her out, she would have totally gone out with you. <laughs> I just sit there in the ultimate defeat. So... Because you were a puss and didn't ask her out. You, and because uh, you tried to make her uh, go out with you on the radio. Yeah, I guess apparently she had just had like a bad day. She found out her mom was in the hospital or something that one day when I showed her the CD and everything. And I mean, was a little wor- wearied by it because like I gave her full name out on the radio and told where she worked and gave a full description of her. And probably her license plate numbers too. Moron. But um, I guess she had just had a really crappy day that day and come to find us out a few days before I leave. That she would have gone out with you. Yeah. Now, why wasn't that enough to make you stay? Because I wish you had. You really are a damn dirty ape. What are you talking about, damn dirty ape? Look at you. You guys wrecked it for me, and all you can say is I'm a damn dirty ape? Mm-hmm. Now, what part, w- what part would you have relished most if you had gone out with this hot Michelle? What'd she look like? Actually, she's probably my height, maybe five eleven. I think we've been saying it wrong the whole time. I think it's hot Michael, and that's who he was, uh, who he could have gone out with. Macau. It's not. It wasn't. It, it, she had a vagina. How do you know? You didn't see it. It's true. I'm just assuming. I'm assuming she. Usually, people with temple. goatees don't have vaginas. If you would have seen her, does she have a nice rat tail? Did she look like Angel? Get the hell out of here! Come on! No, she wasn't throwing people over the sides of buildings. Uh, Tommy, we can bring over the guests if you want to. Yeah, that, that fat man is done. Anyways, now I'm just going to go sit in the corner and cry. Good. At least he'll be useful. Alright, so Chunks and the ultimate defeat. That's what's always great, though. Would you rather know that? Would you want to know that, Dubs, where it turns out you could have had the chick? Like a girl of your dreams, almost, and then uh, you find out that uh, if you just would have had the testicular fortitude to go up to her and uh, hit on her, you would have gotten it. That would be actually some of the worst stuff ever. I feel terrible about myself. Yeah, knowing that we wrecked what could have been love... I don't feel terrible about myself. I'd feel terrible if I was chunks. What if that was the one that was meant to be? Like, that was going to be your chick. You guys were going to have little hairy babies together. I guess we'll never know, and there's really no point in talking about it. Why well, look to the past when I can look to my great, and I'm sure it'll be, event-fulfilled future? Because it's kind of funny. Yeah, it's great. It's fantastic. <laughs> It's not funny. Don't look at me like that. You guys wrecked it for me, and you love it. You really are a retarded Muppet. That's what you look like. You're just a, you're you need just to a learn. terrible piece of crap, man. You need to take That's responsibility you for your own actions. I, I don't blame others. I think on his business card. <laughs> uh, all right, joining us in the hideout right now as we broadcast live from the PlayStation Pro Do Action Sports Tour. 
Uh, Bob Burnquist, is that correct, Bob? That's right. What's going on, guys? How, How you, you doing, doing, man? man? I'm nice doing great. You. Now, nice you were you. Uh, a pro skater doing this for 18 years. Yep. And uh, how's it going out here so far for you uh, out at the uh, the PlayStation it's, Pro Action Sports It's store? pretty good. We just had the prelims happen in there. I was in the first heat. I qualified third. Got nice. Marky in first and uh, Pierre in second. So it's a tough world out there. I'm glad I'm up there. So It's definitely a tough tour. We got yeah, it is. It's a fun time. Now, when you guys are out on tour with each other and you're competing against each other, I mean, are you able to separate it? Or is it kind of the thing of, oh, hey, I'm going to kick your ass tonight, or it's this, that, and the other? I mean, how is it usually Not going? really, because skateboarding is so, uh, you know, we always skate together. We always have a good time mm-hmm. together. So we, when we come out here and skate, it's, you know, we're just kind of out there like we're in the backyard skating or whatever, you know. And we do want to, we kind of like feed off each other's energy. And I really want to do good for, you know, my own good. And then Bucky goes off, and I can go out and get energized about now, it. Now, do you, do, you, uh, do you get, like, uh, more, like, is it better for you when someone does really well right before? you kind of push you a little bit more yeah it can, it can be bad or it can just make it it can yeah. help you a lot you know and i think that what it does it just gives you confidence like well hey that guy just you know put a run together and here he's a human being just like you you know and you can go out there and do the same does whoever runs before you does that uh, change on what kind of uh what kind of uh, things you're going to be doing out there for your no, not, not in the prelims, really. You just kind of go out there. You know you got to make it to the final. So mm-hmm. today is really a day that you just put your kind of cruising run, but you got to put it together because yeah. it's pretty tough to even be in the finals. But, you know, when it comes to the finals, it's a whole other day. So people that in, are in fifth or sixth place are going to put it together for, for, for the big day. Uh, talking to Bob Burnquist is the Hideout Broadcast Live. It's Real Radio 104.1. Uh, we had a chance to talk with one of the BMX guys earlier, Steve McCann, and he actually has uh, a broken wrist now. Oh, wow. Um, let me ask you, it's, just, it's one of those things, you know, we sit behind a mic. Uh, here's yeah, it's very no, dangerous. Yeah, no danger. <laughs> that can be dangerous. Well, here's a, I've had laryngitis the past four yeah, days, and it's go. been a real big deal. Yeah. Uh, what about for you? What's the big deal, like, injury-wise? I mean, have you had a lot of this stuff? Yeah, I mean, you, what, what, what ends up happening is, like, you... you, you constantly fall over and over on the same thing like our knees yeah. you know for skateboard skate vert you know we use our knees a lot so i kind of have a little bit of a knee thing going on right now and it just really hurts to put it down and um but you know you just when it comes to conscious you get the adrenaline going and you kind of forget about the pain and you go out there you do what you got to do but once it's all over i mean it's you know the two days after the contest it's <laughs> jacuzzi time and then and massage time you are know? you like jerry lewis when he was always falling down and popping pills are you doing the time no. on the advil or are you just sucking it up and you going know it, it really depends. I mean, if I have a bone sticking out, I'll, I'll go after something like that. Oh, but, like, you know, if not, I won't. Um, now, you actually have a movie coming out, Bob. Yeah. What's this all about, dude? Yeah, I mean, I've just been working on it for the last year and a half. and just been, I kind of started a production company with it and, you know, having a good time doing it. I mean, we're always filming. We're always, I'm, I'm traveling so much, I figured put something together yeah. and, and put it out there. So What's it called? It's called The Reality of Bob Bernquist. All right, that's a good title. Hey. I think that, you like that? Well, you you want to get your name out there. That's why we call it The Hideout with El Jefe and Jay. Dice. There you go. It's always important to brand. So what what is it? Is it just the reality of you on the, on the, on the tour? Yeah, no, not, not it's just me skateboarding, you know, and it, it has, uh, it's my life, basically. It's not just skateboarding. I kind of go out there and there's a lot of skydiving yeah. stuff going on, and, and uh, I'm a pilot, too, so I go out and fly around, and okay. it's just wow. all cool stuff. All right, what don't you do? Are you hunting dinosaurs? As you well know, I don't weekends? do that. <laughs> All right, so you're a pilot. What kind of pilot? What I'm you a private pilot in a VFR, and I fly uh, single engine, the uh, Pipers. All right, so now here's the thing. Again, like I said, we sit behind the mic, and you guys are out there skateboarding, doing the whole thing. You're doing uh, all the, the turns and everything. 
Uh, what do you like more, the skydiving or the skateboarding? I love skateboarding, but the skydiving kind of helps balance things out, and it kind of puts you on a little relaxing mode. Now, after a while, when you're, uh, you you start doing all this stuff and you get a rush out of everything, is do you feel a need to kind of up the ante and so you can make the get the rush that you used to have? Well, I definitely have to constantly do something. Yeah, you know, I'm, I can't really stand still, and I, and I, when I I love skateboarding, and it does give you the rush. And now skateboarding, I mean, we got the big air ramp mm-hmm. thing that Danny Way, you know, came up with, and that that is just really. The funnest aspect of skateboarding right now is jumping on that. So all those things, I mean, from skydiving to skating vert to skating the big air, I mean, it just, it, you, you know, you can't get enough of it. Once you start, it's, it's hard to stop. We're talking to Bob Burnquist in the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. All right, so you counter skateboarding with skydiving. We counter radio with PlayStation 2. Oh, right? there you go. It's kind of the same. Yeah, there you go. But, uh, all right, no, not, not, not particularly. So you're, and you're also playing guitar in this movie, too, right? Yeah, I have a lot. I mean, I, I enjoy music as well, <laughs> but I, I, uh, I'm not this huge uh, right, when musician. When are you going to cure cancer? Why don't you stop? Uh, you got all these talents, and when are you finally going to go out there and cure cancer, too? You know, I mean, it, I think it's like it's all about having a good time, and my life is, you know, music is such a big part of skateboarding and what I, you know, everything I do. So I had some really glad, actually, my Franti come over and jam at the house from Spearhead, and we had a good time. So that's, wow, that's, yeah. that's awesome, man! Yeah. It sounds like you're really living a life. You, could you do anything? Maybe could you add anything? Be a little happier? Or? No, I'm, I'm a happy man. I was happy two, three years, five years ago, and I'm still happy, and it's great. Well, that's outstanding. You know what I love about being out here? Everybody's got such a nice, positive vibe. Yeah, everybody's. So you uh, have to, happy. right? You can't hesitate. Yeah, yeah. you got to, you got to be confident about what you do. All right, I want you to be my personal, like, Jesus. I want you to take me around and tell me everything's good. Yeah. Don't worry. All the time. I know you're worried about breaking the 20 and getting the turkey leg, but do it because, you know, you earn that turkey leg. Yeah. You'll be happy after you eat it. Well, Bob, uh, Bob Burnquist, we appreciate you swinging on by. No good luck for having in, uh, me. Good luck in the finals. And um, you got a website or anything where we can learn more about the... Uh, the yeah, the... you got the reality of BobBurnquist.com. Okay. The reality of BobBurnquist.com. Oh, nice. Well, outstanding. Well, Bob, it's nice to meet Thank you. Thank you so Thank much, you. Great to meet you. Uh, yeah, no worries. Thank you, thank you for uh, the taking the time guys. to stop by, man. Good, good stuff. I appreciate it. All right, Dubs, we're gonna take a break. We'll come back more from the PlayStation Pro uh, Action Sports Tour. It's a Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Yeah, I'm gay. Yeah, I'm gay. Huh? All right, chunks. Yeah, I'm gay. Huh? Yeah, I'm gay. Coming up, the Hideout Headline Game Show. We'll do that here in about ten minutes. Putin will host and take your phone calls as we sit back and listen. Yeah. I will comment too. Well, See, keep on that. Even when we're out on uh, location, chunks can't get away from the gay drops. I hate vagina. Yes, mm. Tourette's. Love, that's why I love having Tuttle at the uh, at the helm back there. Good job, guys, back at the uh, Clear hey, Channel compound. Don't forget that there's half a drops there. No, there aren't. I got big boobs. <laughs> yeah, stay with those. Uh, the phone numbers you'll need here in a second for the Hideout Headline Game Show, 407-916-1041 and 888-978-1041. believe we have 9-inch nails tickets to give away for the show, uh, not next Tuesday, but the Tuesday after, the 25th, right here at the TD Waterhouse. Uh, also reminding you, too, tomorrow we broadcast live from Halloween Horror Nights. Wow, Dubs, we're actually out and about in town. Yeah, we're, uh, we're making our rounds. I'm liking it. I'm digging it now. We never did anything back in uh, DC. No, we were Coyote Ugly. Yeah, uh, Lulu's. Uh, uh, but here, man, we're out and about. We're yeah, hanging out in all the happening spots in Tequila town. Tequila Beach. This is a uh, this is a, this is an absolute blast so far. Also, I do want to remind everybody. I haven't really talked about it too much. We'll hit it hard tomorrow. 
uh, Sunday night football with me at Buffalo Wild Wings from 8 to 10 at the Buffalo Wild Wings in Oviedo. I'm going to be feeling better, so, and I think my last day of antibiotics is Saturday. Oh, nice. So you're going to be able to jump on the liqueur. I'll, I'll be able to be uh, drinking the nice cold beers that they have there at Buffalo Wild Wings on uh, on Sunday. Again, it's 8 to 10. It's right across from the Oviedo Marketplace, uh, across the street from there. And we'll also be broadcasting live, again, a hideout Monday night football party from Buffalo Wild Wings on Monday the 24th at that very same uh, Oviedo location. But uh, this Sunday, it's Sunday Night Football, so do join. Yeah. Um, now, we've been interviewing these people uh, that have been taking part in the whole Purdue Action Sports Tour, and uh, they they always have some kind of injury story, some kind of, hey, I'm a badass, I broke my leg, I broke my wrist, I broke my arm, I broke my, you know, everything. Do you have any kind of war wound stories, any kind of uh, stories of getting injured playing a sport? Here's what's kind of odd. Uh, today on MySpace, I actually filled out a bulletin Okay. that actually that had that question, worst injury. Wow, I must have missed that one. And I thought about it, and there was a time where I hurt my elbow, but then I think my worst injury ever just happened when I got hit. Uh, in the right cajon by the foul ball. What was that, three weeks ago? It was about three, uh, I think it was three weeks ago, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, reset the story. I play in a men's, men's baseball league on Sundays. The Orlando Orioles were undefeated, by the way. And uh, it was the, it was a doubleheader. I was catching the first game. First batter uh. of the first game. Mm-hmm. Foul ball. The ball goes directly from the bat to my right nut. And I'm rolling around in pain for a good five to seven minutes. And it was up until last I week. I wouldn't have stopped laughing. It was up until last week that my right ball, like, hurt. And it finally just now feels good. Now, I was telling you this earlier. Yeah. My left one is tender in the way that my right one was, and I haven't done anything to it. I'm beginning to think that I jarred something loose. And they've switched positions that the right one is now the left one. That's impossible. Yeah. It's not It's not impossible. There's no way. There's no, cords no, connecting. No, no, that's Now, here's the thing. I've heard about it. I've heard of marathon runners who run so much and they jiggle so much that they twist up and they have to eventually get cut off. Oh God! It is possible. Don't now, that's, that's now I'm crazy. now I'm happy about this. Now I'm going to say yes. They have switched, and you are going to lose both of them. I'm uh, really excited about it now. The left one is tender in the way that the right one was, and I didn't do anything to it. I'm telling you, I think they switched places. I don't. I don't think that that is it's, po- possible it's, for so. uh, what you've done. I, you aren't a marathon runner by any stretch of the imagination, and I you just a, got hitting it. I do some cardio. I do about five to six minutes a day. Five to six minutes of what? Uh, a light, uh, a light. You walk. walk. You walk around the mall one time. You were one of those people wearing the uh, spandex and uh, <laughs> leg warmers that people hate at the mall because they aren't buying anything. You're there just to annoy That's everybody. That's not true. I always usually get a Cinnabon. <laughs> I'm working off the Cinnabon. You're walking while you're eating it. <laughs> That's a good idea. Well, what do you want from me? What? All right, what's your worst sports injury then, Mr. Oh. Badass? Well, I'm not saying... I, we aren't talking about you being a badass because you hit your ball or something. I'm talking about you being crazy because you say it flips spots. I'm telling you, it flips spots. It's possible. Now, my I want to show her that they're flipped. I think she's just really hot chick walking. Yeah. I, it's a lot quieter around here, so I think these people can hear you when you say that. What do I care? <laughs> hey, come here. I'll show you how my ball switch. Ah. 
shock jock. Mm-hmm. My, I, you know, I didn't really get like the uh, real bad injuries in sports. Sissy. One thing that uh, happened to me, and it, it doesn't do it anymore, but my uh, my kneecap used to be floating because it got hit right on the side, and I could actually push my kneecap over to the side if I wanted to. Right, let me see if you can do it now. I can't do it anymore. I'm pushing it as hard as I can. It, it kind of wiggles still. But it definitely. Can I feel? Yeah. Is it really gay if I feel your knee? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. This is gonna be really mo, but I want to see if I can do it. Grab All right, it. Here's the thing. I don't want to do it now because it's so gay. I don't want to pinch it with two fingers, wiggle it around. Are you talking about your knee? Or your yes. Tank? Yes, <laughs> my knee. Now. All right. Let me see if I can get down here. You aren't gonna be able to hear anything. I don't know why you're trying to mic it. <laughs> All right. That's really gay, dude. Gay. Hey, that was gay. Oh, I'm wiping my hand off with it. I didn't finish. It's not like you need to wipe your hand off for any reason. Why are you all wrinkly around your knees? Because I'm sitting down. You got old man knee. I do not have old man knee. Nice black socks, Grandpa. That's not his knee that's wrinkled right now. <laughs> oh, that wasn't your knee, was it? That was your uncircumcised doob. <laughs> oh, come on, well, man. Well, that's why I told you to use two fingers. <laughs> the hell's wrong with you? Yeah. It's like smoking a joint. Go clean that. You never use more than two fingers. <laughs> I feel abused. I've been violated out here again by dubs. All right, you want to take a break? Yeah, we'll take a break and we'll uh, we'll come back with uh, the hideout headline uh, game, game show. show. All right, four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. Do we have a prize sheet? Do we know what we have for prizes, or is this what you gave me? Yeah. With the thing that you scribbled. Yeah. yeah all of our sheets today are in uh, in chunks hieroglyphics. Everything's like he has like a, a a picture of a ticket to something. And uh, something with a bike. I don't know. I don't know what we have to give away. All right, here's what we have for the Hideout Headline Game Show tonight. Three pair of Nine Inch Nails ticket for the show right here at the TD Waterhouse. Why is there a starfish drawn there? Uh, Are you you giving hints to us? uh, Mental note. That's Tuesday, uh, October 25th. And five special guest passes uh, for the Do Action Sports Tour, which we're broadcasting live from right now. Good for all four days, obviously excluding tonight. But tomorrow night, it's Hoobas Tank and the All-American Rejects. And, of course, you got the finals for all the events on Saturday and Sunday. So 407-916-1041, Putin will host the Hideout Headline Game Show, and we'll comment live from the TD Waterhouse. It's a Hideout, Real Radio, 104.1. Loving my gay. It's like gay, gay, gay. All over the gay. All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. Welcome to the Headlines Game Show. Time to see what you think you know. Can you walk the smart guy talk or are you livestock? Try open your eye and see what you can find. You might just win a prize. Here's the trick. Are you sheep falling asleep on your feet? <laughs> Headlines Big Game Show. <laughs> Headlines Show. Alright, welcome back into the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Hefe and Dubs broadcasting live from the TD Waterhouse and the PlayStation Pro uh, Pro Do Action Sports Tour. Now, um, we are on location. Chunks, Bateman also here. But back in studio, taking your phone calls and hosting the Hideout Headline Game Show, one Mr. Putin. Putin, how are you this evening, buddy? I'm alright, sir. <laughs> I'm, I'm confused at being addressed so politely by you, but... I'm fine. 
Now, well, um, you can't see you, and you aren't pissing us off right now. Well, so the we're actually very fond of you right actually, now. Actually, right oh, now, the monotone sweet. is getting to me. So <laughs> now I'm actually getting a little pissed off, to be honest with you. Uh, here's the thing. Headline game show, five categories. World, national, local, sports, entertainment. It can be true, false, multiple choice, and uh, fill in the blank. Now, Putin, it's your opportunity to be a uh, somewhat of a host uh, with the help of you and Tuds. <laughs> Let's, uh, let's. He's already laughing at me. How can I do no, this? No, I'm, I'm laughing just because you should, you guys should hear the type of things he's been saying about what you guys. What has he been saying back there the at, uh, in, at the Clear Channel compound? Oh, he said if he ever has to get Hefe another burrito or water oh, and stuff oh. like that. Dude, right. he's been making all types of Mexican jokes and stuff. All right, that's it. Tomorrow, punishment for Putin. Uh, punishment, big time punishment for Putin as we broadcast. He's tomorrow. waiting a little while to bring out the quesadilla big guns from <laughs> Halloween Horror Nights. All right, uh, I guess you pick whoever you want to Putin to uh, play the game. Okay, uh, <laughs> let's pull up line two here, Trent. Hey, Trent. Hey, Trent. Welcome to the hideout, buddy. How you doing, man? I'm good. How are you guys? All right. Now, uh, what category would you like? World, national, local, sports, or entertainment? Oh, man, let's go with national. All right, here's national news with Putin. Okay, national is going to be multiple choice. Uh, statistics uh, question. How much money is the U.S. spending per day on hotel rooms for hundreds of thousands of evacuees from Hurricane Katrina? $1.5 million, $11 million, $23 million, or $98 million? Uh, I'm going to go with uh, $23 million. Oh, close, but you have no clue. It was actually $11 million, sir. <laughs> Damn it. How is that close? I just, it's not even close. It's actually that's double. Double. Yeah, it's not even remotely close to it. So $23 million for the evacuees in the hotel rooms a day? A day, sir. That's right, where are now, you staying now, at? The Ritz-Carlton? Yeah, where is that money going to? Is that going to the, uh, the uh, hotel companies? Essentially, yes, uh, among other things, including the Carnival Cruise Lines, which are hosting uh, oh, yeah. a few down there in New Orleans itself. I heard, I heard it's costing like almost double per person for what it would normally be to be on one of those cruises. Right, how could it even cost double? I don't understand how it for costs... For some reason, Carnival Cruises are, uh, are jacking the price up a little bit for the... Uh... It doesn't really cost that much money to maintain a room. I would think, too, there would be some sort of a special discount rate or something at this point. <laughs> You'd imagine so. I guess when uh, the government's paying for it, though, the uh, the corporations will jack the price up. By the way, how much do you love staying in a hotel? I do. I, I really enjoy hotel uh, living. Like It just is a very relaxing thing to know that you don't have to make the bed in the morning. You don't have to worry about if you uh, you know spill something on the floor. It's all going to be taken care of by a nice Latin woman. <laughs> and that's why you get married. <laughs> That's also another reason exactly. to get married here in uh, in Central Florida. All right, let's move on. Who's up next, Putin, in the game show? I believe that's going to be Patrick, since there's no ladies. He's been hold on hold the longest. All What's right. up, Patrick? All right. What line is that, man? That's line three. I'm All sorry. All right, you got to let me know. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, God. All right, uh, Patrick, welcome to the hideout national off the board. So world, uh, local, sports, entertainment. What do you want, buddy? We'll take sports. All right, here's sports with Putin. Sports question is going to be fill in the blank. What NFL team has suffered allegations of a wild sex party aboard their two chartered yachts on Lake Minnetonka? The Minnesota Vikings. You are correct, sir. You know what the hell is going on. All right, congratulations. Hold That's on. That's a great story. Right, yeah, that big dumb Mike Tice is uh, <laughs> probably crapping his pants right now, thinking, uh, "All right, this has to be the time I get fired because I've I've dodged the bullet <laughs> so many times now." Exactly. They stink and they're still having great parties. I know. Uh, yeah, that's got to be it. All right, congratulations, Patrick. Hold on. Thanks, I'm gonna gentlemen. get your info. Um, here's the thing, too. I read something about possibly Fred Smoot. Paid for the whole thing. Oh, Quarter- really? Cornerback who actually cut an ID 
for the hideout. Fred Smoot is one of those very outspoken, funny guys. I think overrated personally. I when you uh, look at how he's done with the uh, Vikings, I knew that's what was going to happen because he was part of such a great defense over with the uh, uh, the Redskins. Going over there, he kind of got exposed for what he is. He's one of those guys whose personality has put him over the top and mm-hmm. make him think that he's a little bit better than he is. Uh, he's uh, really considered one of the elite cornerbacks in the NFL, and he is he's paid elite, but he's not really as good as he is. You know who I don't think is as is. good as they are as a cornerback? Who? Uh, Charles Woodson. Charles Woodson? He doesn't impress me as much. Maybe it was the hype because of the Heisman. But he's another one of those I'm not particularly impressed with. I don't think he's lived up to the hype, but I do think he's probably one of the better ones in the league. You know else who hasn't lived up to the hype and actually sucks? Peyton Manning. Okay, that's you and your own personal thing because you drafted him first in the high fantasy do, football the league. The Colts are doing great this year, so you can't really say that. He's just not doing no, great he fantasy football. Hey, what are the details of that of that boat trip? Well, Peyton sucks is probably the main detail I can give on that. <laughs> uh, no, I'm talking about Putin. the Vikings. Uh, the boat trip with the Vikings. Whatever. Well, uh, a, a player for the Minnesota Vikings, speaking on uh, a note of anonymity, said that he was on the lower level where there were just strippers dancing and... Uh, they were shooting dice. Uh, he said on the upper level, however, there apparently was more. Add a way to help the uh, stereotype. Oh, God. <laughs> shooting dice for handies. And on the upper level... Well, you're, your hands are in the right motion, so you might as well just move over to my room. On the upper level, dominoes. And hmm. that's not going to help. That's just not going to help the whole stereotype thing. All right, how about we do this? Maybe we do a hideout cruise in honor of the Vikings. We'll call it the Alex Cruise. Hey, don't give up my real name. All right, well, who's up next over there, Putin, in the Hideout Headline Game Show? Uh, that's Mike on line four. All right, Mike, you want world, local, or enter- entertainment, buddy? Uh, entertainment. All right, here's entertainment news uh, with Mikey Remy Putin. All right, entertainment news is fill in the blank also. Uh, let's see, Peter Mayhew will become a U.S. citizen on Monday in Texas. What lovable and fantastic alien did Peter Mayhew play in the Star Wars movies? Oh, I know this one. It's... Nothing sounds better than a big engine. What the hell? You haven't a clue. Uh, <laughs> I guess what? nothing sounds better than a transsexual on the radio, because that's what I think uh, that caller was. I don't think he's in the right galaxy. <laughs> I think he's, uh, wow, nothing sounds better than a big engine? Is that code for something? Is that like code for another... I- what is that? I think, I think he was his brother. I think he was special, Pepe. Special needs. All right, give him the tickets to Nine Inch Nails. I want to see what he does for a Trent Reznor show. <laughs> wow. All right, who was Shows it? Shows his big forehead off. I guarantee that's part of it. Who was it? Was it, uh, I'm going to guess, C-3PO? No. No. I'm Hold on a sec. Alien, not, I'm, not Android. All right, hold on. Sorry about that. I'm going to guess R2-D2. Alien, not robot. Alien. Luke Skywalker? The Predator. Technically, Luke Skywalker is an alien, Dubs. Sigourney Weaver. No, that's Aliens the movie. Oh, what are we talking about? It's Chewbacca. It's Chewbacca. Who? That's not Alien. That's a Wookiee. I've never heard of him. Are you talking about uh, Angel? What are you talking (laughs) about? (laughs) All right. All right, let's. who's next up? Two Angel references. Let's go ahead and go with Dave on line five. All right, Dave, you're left with World or Local. What would you like, buddy? I'm going to go with the local. All right, local news, hideout headline game show with Michael, Remy, Putin, Nepal. <laughs> okay, local is true and false. A Sanford family found a noose hanging from their carport and a skinned possum in their mailbox Wednesday morning. True or false? False. 
That is true. Entirely and completely true. You haven't a clue about the world in which you live. All right, what happened here? Uh, what's going on uh, in uh, Sanford? It happened on the Vikings cruise. That <laughs> was the, I was the upper That was actually level. Fred Smoot. Aww. <laughs> what, uh, what was this? Uh, a Sanford family uh, woke up on Wednesday morning to a noose hanging from the carport and a skinned possum in their mailbox. <laughs> Apparently, it was. Uh, no. They're not. Police aren't sure if it was a hate crime or just something to intimidate people, but they are investigating and do have a suspect. Now, I don't understand the noose, but putting uh, roadkill in mailboxes was one of my pastimes in high school. Uh, what we did, we used to just uh, go to all our friends' houses, and one of our friends actually had a mailbox shaped like a fish. So we thought it'd be funny to stuff a dead cat in it, and with the tail hanging out, because you, you always see, you know, like Heathcliff and all those people, like the cats eating fish. You never see a fish eating a cat. I was gonna say maybe you actually put like fish guts in there, to okay, make it a real life fish. That would have been awesome. That would have been great. Yeah, I we should have hung out. We should have hung out in high school. Yeah. I only had a dead cat on hand, so I couldn't really do anything else. All uh, right, let's wrap this game up. Who's left, Mikey Putin? Uh, that would be Chris on line 8. All right, Chris, line 8, let's go. Well, you're stuck with world news, my friend. Here you go. Hey, right. I'm down for it. All right. Okay, Chris, uh, let's see. World news is true and false. 4,000-year-old noodles have been found in Italy, making them the first culture to have them, according to archaeologists. Is that true or false? I believe that's false. I think it was China. You are correct, sir. You know what the hell is going wow. on. Very good. Yeah, China Woo-hoo. is the master of the hey, noodle. Hey, Putin, do you, do you let your government take advantage of the old tax dollars like we do, man? Putin, is that true or false? I am my own government. <laughs> all right. Congratulations. <laughs> Hold on, my friend. They're going to get all your info. So they found these old noodles in uh, China, huh? That is correct. And that's another thing that helps with the stereotype. Yeah, <laughs> I know. And they also I found, the, uh, found the oldest cup of wonton soup. <laughs> and a math book. So... <laughs> The first calculator. For some reason, over in China, they had Texas instrument before there was Texas. First ping pong table. The (laughs) TI-51. Origami sculpture. Okay, come on. All right, we'll take a break. Good job, Putin. You know what? Here's what we're going to do from now on. For a small penis. We're in. (laughs) When we do the show from the studio, Putin, you'll do the hideout headline game show on the phone from the TD Waterhouse because it actually worked out with you in a different different, uh, zip code. Is that okay with you? Sure. Dude, why are you shooting a bird at the microphone right now? All right, that's it. Tomorrow you get yours. We'll take a break. We'll come back. More of the hideout broadcasting live from the PlayStation Pro Do Action Sports Tour. FN Dubs and Real Radio 104.1. I'm gay, sure. I'm lazy. Fat. All right. Welcome back into the Hideout Row Radio 104.1 Hefe and Dubs broadcasting live from the PlayStation Pro Do Action Sports Tour. And they've actually shut down for the night, so it's yeah. just us. Now, I, I just went to use uh, the bathroom at one of the porta potties back here. And I was there, and there's these cars flying right next to where the porta potty was. And I was thinking, you know, if I got hit, if like one of the cars were not control and hit the uh, porta potty and I died in a porta potty, I would be the news story that we would we'd be goofing on the next day, or would be on every bad uh, morning zoo show. You know, man dies in porta potty. <laughs> I would hate to be the the bad story that all the bad uh, morning shows talk about. How do you think you're going to go out in life? I don't mind as long as I'm not like right out there in the news. I don't mind if it's like a heart attack. Well, you're a or... big radio star. You know, you're going to be in the news. Yeah. I doubt that even like the monsters would talk about it. That's how low I am on the totem pole. 
<laughs> maybe it'd be one of Jack's headlines. Yeah, maybe, uh, maybe Jack would me a bone there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you have any idea? Do you like? Do you have a vision of how you think your logo out? Well, I, I mean, there's certain stuff I don't do because I have a fear that it's a more probable way of dying. I won't, like, uh, ride a motorcycle or anything like that just because it, that, that seems like the if I were to do it, I would go out immediately like that. You think so, huh? I See, I actually, I'm going to take something up that I never thought I would. What's that? Scuba diving. Really? We live in Florida. We should go scuba diving. You, you and, should. You and me. No, I... You, well, you, you're like a human walrus. It's not really a big deal if you do it. I can't do it, though. All right, maybe you go out like uh, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. How's that? Terrific, Tom. How's that? you never seen that? When they're 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 bank robbers, mm-hmm. so they go down to Mexico, start robbing banks in, and then like the whole Mexican militia comes out, and they got nothing else, so they just go out in a blaze of glory, go out, bing, bing, bing. You know, if, if I had that opportunity and I knew it was over, I would probably be either killed anyway or uh you know sent to some kind of bad prison i would probably go out in a blaze of glory if i had the chance now do you want to take a life before you die put in that position yeah i would just in any position like tonight maybe we get a little crazy after chillers go out find a homeless guy <laughs> yeah, if it was a, if it was uh something where i was just really drunk it, it would have to be like a homeless guy or a hooker someone no one cares about oh uh, yeah and the homeless that's not fair they're down on their luck how about a hooker a nice greedy bitch we go, we find her, we get a hotel room. Grand Theft Auto well, you know, style. You know, I'd probably, you know, maybe break her feet first, and then... All right, we live out our whole misery fantasy, like break Stephen her, King, except you're Kathy Bates. Break her feet, put her in a hot tub that's way too hot, and then just whip her in the face with, like, a... Uh, What's wrong a, with you? A Seriously. Hot, no, a really going. hot hanger. You really... Listen to him. No, you've never thought about it before. No. And if you're coming up it's with all, that... All off the top of my head, And I that's even crazier. I almost wish that you'd had these fantasies. Instead, you're just coming up with that off the top of your head. Chunks, how do you think you're going to die? Lonely? (laughs) On your nest? No one around? No one to care? The only way you know is by by Roxy, Bateman's dog, smells you five days later, but then can't tell if you haven't showered or if you're dead. I say all the dirt that's swept into the corner just ends up falling on him one day, and he is trapped under it like an avalanche. That smell can either be him dead or finally changing his underwear. You know, hanging those up for uh, like a good five minutes. That's grafted onto him at this point. How do you actually the skin's growing over the underwear? Is how long it's been on. Alone, huh? That's yeah. the way you want to go out. Sure. <laughs> what about you, Bateman? How are you going out? I'm sure. I I'll... think electric chair. They finally find all the bodies. No, not at all. I think what it is, I'm going to be totally healthy. And then all of a sudden one day they're going to be like, oh, by the way, you have some rare form of cancer. You have about a day to live. And then that's how it'll be. Here's what's going to be the funny thing about Tommy. He's going to be the one to die of a heart attack. He lives off of funnel cakes, donuts, and cherry coke. So? And I don't care how in shape you look. You can't. Your cholesterol has to be crazy. Doctor said I'm. Uh, everything's great. Really? Yep. That pisses me I off. I even have Why low blood pressure. Because, man, he eats awful. So? so why do you hate on someone because they can eat awful and you can't? Because I eat awful and I look like this. <laughs> you oh, maybe you need to stop eating awful. No, it's not fair. Just turkey leg after turkey leg. I need another Throwing one. Throwing in that well, gullet. Well, why don't you take up the Chunks diet of nothing but salads? See how well it's worked for him. That is true. Look at you. You lost a lot of weight since you've been here. I was eating Wearing the funnel. Shorts. I was eating the funnel cake that Lester Big Hands gave me, and then Chuck just, how can you eat that crap? I'm like, um, I don't know. How's your water? 
Your water and your salad. Yes, yeah, somehow Chunks puts on weight from the water. The zero calories, <laughs> it adds up. <laughs> I'm lighthearted, though. What is what? that? I don't know. I'm just trying to come up with a positive after thinking about <laughs> dying heart- lonely with my underwear grafted in my face. <laughs> Why would he be grafted to your face? Because it looks like his ass. Are you and he got confused. Are you a sniffer? Is that when you're pleasuring yourself, you put your own underwear on your face? Who you doesn't do that? I'm serious. You guys don't do that. Do you ever sniff your undies before you wash them? Oh, of course. Every time I take them off, I take a good, nice good whiff of them to see how uh, dirty I've been or, and how bad my, uh, my wiping habits are. By the way, do you ever do that with your chick, though? What? Smell hers? Like, no, throw them, throw, oh. throw your undies on her oh. face. I, I, I'm like, oh, you got to smell this. And she'll deny, deny, deny until I just badger her so much that she finally comes over and takes a good uh I, at, a what good po- at what point does your, does your chick break down and be like, all right, let me smell your underwear? And if you'll oh, leave me alone and if I can go back to watching Extreme Home Makeover. She never is uh, asking to smell my underwear, but it usually takes a good ten minutes of me just going, woo, huh. You gotta smell these. All right, so you're making it into a whole treat where she's being left out. <laughs> yeah, like, like th- this is bad, but so bad you have to, you know, experience for yourself. It's woo! it's like a murder scene from Seven. You huh. have to look at it. Come here and smell. Actually, right. usually when I take off the uh, the underwear, I'm wearing that apparatus around my uh, dugan. By the way, it's a hideout broadcasting live from the PlayStation uh, Pro Action Sports Tour. All right, let me ask you this. Uh, do you want to die alone? Let me. If you had the choice to die alone or to die in the arms of a loved one, what would you rather do? I'd rather die in, love, uh, in the arms of a loved one just because... Your mom? Eh. Sadie Lou? Yeah. You know, someone who will really feel bad about it. I want someone to always remember that, you know... That's I'm, the memory? Yeah, that's the memory. At least it's something. What about you, Chunks? You're going to die alone. Would you rather die with someone loving you... Like holding your arm, like holding you in their arms. That doesn't really matter. Like Putin. I just don't want anyone to, to step on me when I'm dead. And yeah. hopefully somebody would maybe consider burying me at least, as opposed to just letting me rot. That's the best I can hope for. Tommy Bateman, what about you? I know you're a poon hound and you have a lot of women. Do you want one of those women to be holding you as you die? It depends how I'm dying. If it's some disgusting, awful way of where I'm like throwing Shot up on the my larynx. Well, that's fine. And you're bleeding out. Oh, well, I, I'm sure I won't be alone at that point then. I'll probably be, like, right in the middle of a certain act. Hmm. All right. And she's going to like it. You know, here's the thing. The I gunshot doesn't mean anything. It's just an expression of her love. I actually... I think I would rather... It doesn't mean stop. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> I think I'd rather want to die alone. Because I, I, I'm the opposite of you, Dubs. I don't want that weighing on someone's conscience the oh, whole time. Oh, I want it forever. I want someone to have it etched in their mind forever. All right, what if it was this? What if we were all, let's say Chunks came up with cancer, hopefully, because it would be great for the ratings. And he was in a hospital, like a Florida hospital. He's got cancer. And maybe we do the show from the room, and we're all hanging out, and then we're all standing around his bed, and we're there as he dies. What would we do as soon as he died? Laugh. I'd uh, stuff some candy inside him and then give him to a kid to play with as a pinata. <laughs> Can he try to die around May 5th? Right around Cinco de Mayo? Uh, yeah. I'll try to put that in for you. Alright, we'll take a break. We'll come back. One last interview here from the uh, uh, PlayStation Pro Action Sports Tour. It's a Hideout Real Radio 104.1.
All right, welcome back into the Hideout, Real Radio 104.1, Happy End Dubs Broadcasting Live. About to wrap up the live broadcast from the PlayStation Pro Do Action Sports Tour. Then we head to Chillers, downtown Church Street, for the official after party. $2 Miller Lite, $2 Jaeger, $3 frozen drinks, no cover, a free shot as soon as you walk in, and live music. But joining us right now, one of the contestants in the BMX uh, portion, out here at the Pro uh, Pro Tour, uh, Luke Parslow. What's going on, brother? Welcome to the hideout, man. How are you? Thanks, man. Not too bad. Had a, a bit of a rough day, but it's yeah. all good. All right, so you had a, a rough day out there. You sick or what's going on? Man, the humidity and the weather out here is ridiculous, and it's, <laughs> it's taking a toll on my body. So. All right, now you are also from Australia. We talked to uh, Steve McCann earlier, I guess one of your boys, and... Um, we're talking about the differences between America and, and Australia, but for you, is, is it the humidity and everything of Florida that really stops you up, or what's going on? No, there's places in Australia with humidity, but you just don't go there. Right. there's not much being <laughs> stuff out there or whatever, but Melbourne and California, where I live, is pretty much the same thing and same party action, same weather, but it rains a lot more in Melbourne too, so, but it's good. All right, so uh, now, uh, so did you, did you make it out of the prelims, or did you not make it this go-round? No, I came out of the last stop with a second, and then uh, this time just not feeling good on my bike at all. Just all week, I felt like I hadn't eaten a good meal in a few long weeks, you know, so didn't so, even make it prelims. So what do you do for the rest of the weekend then? I'm pretty much flying out, to go to the party, after party tonight, and then fly out tomorrow morning, so... Oh, all right. So quick trip. All right, so this is a very quick trip. Now, you guys, uh, where else have you been so far on the tour? Damn, we've been a lot of places. Uh, San Jose, Denver... Yeah, where else is it? Uh, so you've been you've been able to you've been able to hit up a lot of places. Have you uh, have you noticed any specific differences like in the crowds or I mean is everyone or is it basically like all the like the same type of people? Is it, out? I mean, are they really into it? Are they really embracing you guys in this tour? How's it going? There's actually a few people that have followed the whole stops, and I've been to all five stops, oh, wow. so I've seen them all. But uh, the crowd difference is there hasn't been a real good crowd yet. Okay. And due to it because it's pretty new, you know. Yeah. So it's going to take a few years to get big and all that, but. The crowds are good. It's warming up, and slowly we'll get bigger and bigger. All right, outstanding. So uh, you do the BMX. Uh, we we were talking to Steve earlier, and uh, he broke his wrist. What's the what's the nasty stuff that you've gotten out of this so far? Pretty much, I did a double backflip down in 2001, and uh, actually came down too short and landed on my head. Oh. And my brain was bleeding for six hours in hospital. So, and I still pay for it to this day, which is sucks, but. That's what happens in the sport that we do. And that's just, that's what's so great. You're talking about these cats. It's like, eh, it's part of the deal. Yeah, it's uh, part of what we do. We did it, To be honest, I don't remember. I don't know if I was hurting or I don't know what kind of pain I was in. But the next day, I just woke up with a mad headache. And two or three days later, you're cool. Everything, your vision comes back. Everything's cool, you know? <laughs> All right, listen to this guy. He's the toughest dude on earth. He's like, yeah, I was blind for two or three days, whatever. It all comes back. It's you, fine. You can't do nothing but laugh at it. Yeah, so you're digging the partying scene, huh? Is that what you're doing? Where are you headed out to tonight? Where are you going to hit up in Orlando? Uh, I spy then that uh, maybe Rachel's. We'll never know. Oh, yes. He knows about the strip clubs. Very good, my friend. That's outstanding for you, brother. Well, hey, man, you got a website or anything that you're pimping out there? You got, you got going on other endeavors or anything? No. I'm a high school dropout, so I'm computer illiterate on that one, but uh, I'm making a living right and doing something I love, so it's cool. You know what? And that's the beauty. Yeah. Can you do? That's the beauty of America. You able to do that kind of stuff in Australia too? Well, pretty much I played soccer from eight to sixteen, and I actually got I actually left it because I was just over it and it was racist, and I was just because I'm a Kiwi and I played for a Croatian club, so I was just like, 
I'm done with this now. And then I picked up writing, and then it was just... What do you mean racist? Like, what was going on? Just, like, people that were sitting on the bench, you know, their Croatian club, like, members and their dads were angry because I was, like, on the field all the time. And, like, he shouldn't be on there. He's not a part of this. And just, like, wow. you know, over it. Right. Wow. All right, man. Well, you're a cool dude. Look, we appreciate you stopping by, brother. Thank you very much. Best of luck and feel better and enjoy I Spy and enjoy Rachel's. Thank you very much. I will. Get, don't worry. If you get a chance, come down to uh, yeah, Chiller's. We're gonna, gonna, we have an after party going on tonight at Chiller's on Church Street. Ask around, man. We'll buy sounds you good. Drinks. Sounds good. We'll be there. All right, brother. Thank you. Appreciate Thank it. Thank you. Man. There's Luke Parcelo joining us in the hideout tonight on Real Radio 104.1. Very cool guy. As we broadcast live. See, that's a real man right there. Yeah. That's a guy who bleeds, goes blind. He doesn't care. He's going to go back and get on his bike. He's going to go enjoy life. I, I wish he would have uh, made it further. He's a really cool dude. All right, we would have talked to him a little bit longer, but he was swearing like a sailor before he went on the air. <laughs> and you, you could uh, hear him hold back a couple times when he go. And he even like like flipped the bird a couple of yeah. times just to replace yeah, when I was interviewing, I was like, hey, do you have a website? And then I guess we can't even use letters now, but there was an F word involved, that, and I was like, okay, not a fan of the web then. We'll just move <laughs> on. I like it. You say, hey, man, I'm computer illiterate. I'm a dropout. What do you want from me? I ride a bicycle, and I'm having a blast, living it up, partying. You know, we had a, a guy who made a living off of uh, riding a bicycle in my hometown. Uh, we call him Bottle Bill. He just rode around the, on a bicycle, picking up bottles and uh, turning them in for the 10-cent 10 10 refund. So maybe, you know, if this doesn't work out for some of these guys, they can have a living in that. Just go to Michigan where they have the 10-cent refunds. Yeah, they got to go to Michigan, though. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. You can only ride your bike for like three months out of the year out there. Oh, watch Bottle Bill. He'll be doing it in the middle of, uh, of December. All right, why don't you book him? Okay. How about we get a guest? We're getting other people from your past calling us up. Bottle Bill, he was uh, like one of the local tards, and <laughs> we always, we always uh, ran like a gay bit on him. You know, of course. And no, see, here's the thing. People think that this is like the hideout and Dubs. This is like an act or a shtick. Dubs was doing this bit at Big Cheese Pizza when he was working there. He was doing this in high school. He's just always been homoerotic. <laughs> we had him actually talking talked into uh, oral for a hundred dollars. We didn't we didn't follow through with it, of course. But well, you we, just wanted, get... we wanted to see how much it would take to get this tired. To, uh, What's agree. wrong with you? I don't think he was actually retarded. He was just an old man. <laughs> and into young dudes? No, I don't think he was. Because he was totally disgusted with it, but $100 sounded really good to him. Right, so you talked him up to 100 bucks. Yep. Started off at 10 of course, and worked our way up. Now, what increments did you go up in? Uh, about $10 increments, you know, and then, you know, you go 20 30 How about 50 70 <laughs> Do you remember when in, in uh, on the DC show I tracked down Nancy from the mobile station in Fowlerville, and I said, "Do you know this guy, this kid Justin?" And she's like, "Yeah, he's a pervert. He's really weird. He's a pervert." That's the first thing she said to me on the phone. Maybe we should get back in touch with the mobile station in Fowlerville. Uh, I don't know if Nancy works there anymore. You're probably gonna get a guy who uh, barely speaks English now. Oh, really? Yeah. I ba- it's basically all Iraqis now. Yes. That's awesome. I'm yeah. glad they're coming over here. We're destroying their country. Come to ours. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. We're going to wrap up the live broadcast portion of this. Then we've got mixtapes, 10 o'clock. Chiller's after party tonight. Uh, downtown Church Street, $2 Miller Light, $2 Jaeger, $3 frozen drinks. No cover at the door. You get the free shot when you walk in. There's going to be some live music. And tomorrow night, we broadcast live from a Halloween Horror Nights. Uh, and that's going to be a blast down at Universal Orlando. Quick break, we'll come back. We wrap this one up in the hideout. We're Radio 104.1. Hey, can you hear the sound of-
Alright, welcome back to the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Wrapping up the live broadcast from the um, PlayStation Pro Do Action Sports Tour, uh, tour Hefe and Dubs, here on a uh, Thursday night in the Hideout. It's been an absolute blast out here all night long. I love doing the show from outside. It's a whole new vibe. Alright, terrific, Tom. Every Thursday we're going to do it from outside. And you can hang out with us for free. <laughs> and you can set us up underneath the overhang there at the Clear Channel compound. I haven't heard one bad thing from that whole sentence yet. <laughs> so uh, this will be perfect. Um, Uber Dude is here, who always IMs us on the AOL Instant Messenger, one of the heretics. How you doing, man? All right, man. All right, man. Thanks for letting me come out here and bring you food, man. Appreciate it. Hey. Uh, you're welcome. Uh, you're welcome. Uh, it's all your pleasure. So uh, <laughs> It's all your pleasure bringing us this Taco Bell, dude. We really appreciate that. Now, I have an appearance uh, Sunday, 8 to 10 o'clock at the Buffalo Wild Wings, located in Oviedo. Mm-hmm. I will be drinking beer because I'll finally be off the antibiotics. Um, I'm actually DD tonight. Yes. Uh, at Chillers. Yeah, you, uh, me, Chunks, and uh, Bateman, I'm going to have uh, have a few drinks as well. Yeah, I'm going to have some shots, mm-hmm. margaritas. Outstanding. Um, but Buffalo Wild Wings on Sunday, I'll be out there. Cold beer, cold medicine, maybe. Uh, Oviedo, across from the Oviedo Marketplace. How's that give you your poison? you going to do the Tussin Tussle? <laughs> Get a little bit better? Get some Robitussin in you? I'm not like you. You should try it sometime. Yeah, I fe- it's a we better found, life. We found some discount Robitussin, yeah. too. Yeah, over at the 7-Eleven by the uh, station. Yeah. There's some uh, discount Robitussin DM. Uh, why are you doing this? Why are you such an addict? I'm not an addict. I just noticed it. It was half-priced. And then you bought it? Mm, uh, not all of it. Yeah, you stole I, it. I bought the rest of it. <laughs> like you were a teen. Have you ever done the Tussin Tussle over there, Chunks? Uh, Once, a long time ago, but I started getting a really bad headache, and I flipped out because it was like, all right, what's this going to screw with me? It's all right, what does it do? Nuts. I still don't even understand what it does. It gives you a whole, like, uh, odd body tingle. It, yeah. it kind of makes you feel drunk, but not. It, mm-hmm. It's really weird. It's a very you have to experience for yourself. I can't sit here and uh, explain it to you. You're gonna have to go over to the 7-Eleven by the station and get you some discount Robitussin. Is it better than heroin? I've never done heroin, but I imagine so. So if you if you were telling children do heroin or the tuss and tussle, what do you recommend? Oh, heroin because it's funnier. Yeah. It's, it's, what are you gonna What are you gonna brag about to your friends that you, you gave a kid Robitussin or heroin? Huh. All right. Well, uh, words to live by in the hideout mm-hmm. as we wrap up the live broadcast. Now, Uber, dude, here's what's funny. People always tell us constantly, hey, you don't look at all what I thought you'd look like. Like they say that to me and yeah. Dubs. Uber, dude, you don't at all look at all what I thought you'd look like. You look like Hefe's dad. Yeah, you do. You look like you could be my father. <laughs> That's what's so funny about it. Um, but the Muppet version. But here's the thing, Uber, dude. I'm just kidding. I'm just, uh, if I recall, Uber Dude's a huge fan of Matt Albert. You love Matt Albert, don't you? Oh, yeah. I wish the guy would come down here. He's a riot. Yeah, Matt Albert. And he's also a big fan of Tommy Bateman, too. He's a smart guy. <laughs> Actually, I like. I prefer the Tommy Bateman and Matt Albert of D.C. I think they were a lot better in D.C. Yeah, you than they are now. You should have heard them then. They were great. Yeah, oh. I got paid more there. <laughs> Tommy Bateman is a legend. Oh, wow. I, a legend. Uh, in what way? What about Tommy Bateman really... Uh, makes you, I don't know, even respect him. Uh, just the way that he treats women. It's just, it's just amazing. It's just. Uh, and here's the funny thing about it. He's awful. He's rude. He's disrespectful. Thank you. He's abusive, and they love it. Yes. I've never seen women flock to any person like the way they flock 
to the five foot two Tommy Bateman. What? I mean, Tommy Bateman, man, that's a state of mind, dude. I mean, I've come to realize that. All right, now you have someone brainwashed. He actually uh, is going to start the Church of Bateman. where He's he like just... all the hot chicks who come up to you and are in love with you. He's not brainwashed. He thinks for himself, right? Of course. See? <laughs> he knows what's going on. I mean, I, I'm getting the Team Bateman package ready for the whole uh, institute and everything. Oh, See? Well, all right, so did you, sub- you, you were a subscriber then to uh, the Tommy Bateman fan club and the Tommy Bateman school of, was it ass-smacking? Yeah, there's that one. There's the, uh, you know, too good-looking uh, support group. All right, is it Uber dude in that? He's an honorary member. <laughs> honorary. I'm an honorary member, yes. <laughs> All right, so he's not technically in, but because he worships you, he can get in, right? Yes. Right, Sweet. All right, well, that's perfect. He's in charge of uh, handling all the funds and fundraising. He's a treasurer. Exactly. I thought he was more the parliamentarian, <laughs> like the bouncer. He gets to go to the meeting just to make sure that all the other people who look like him stay out. Nice. Why <laughs> uh, lie? Uh, well, you know what, Uber dude? Here's the thing. Here's what I love, Dubs, whenever we go out. We have the best listeners ever, and I mean this. From B and J, the law enforcement and firefighter guys, Uber dude, Matt, Matt, Mateo, Lester Big Hands. It's, these are guys who really get and understand the show, just want to come and hang out, be part of it. And in some cases, worship. And that's what we're looking for, the worshiping aspect. Uh, can I share my testimonial real quick? Yeah, you bet. Uh, when, you, when you guys first came out, man, I was, honestly, I was a little unsure. I used to be a fan of the other guy. The other guy. That's, that's fine. fine. And like, uh, I, I emailed you guys. I mean, I emailed you guys, and you guys uh, said, hey, man, it's, it's cool, man. It's gives, give, uh, give us a chance. And I said, okay, sure, I'll listen. And as, uh, as time went on, uh, I got to uh, liking you guys. And then, man, then... Tommy Bateman showed me the light, dude. Uh, and you know what? And that's what's so funny, too, is we said it when we first got here, and it's the way with anything. It's You have, like, a, your, your your regular buddy that you always yeah. used to hang out with, you know, for four hours a night. And that was your dude. That was your buddy. Something happens, your buddy's not there anymore. Then all of a sudden, you got a whole new group of buddies who move into town, and you just... You don't know their sense of humor. You're not. You're try, you're, yeah, you're still trying to get comfortable around them. One of them's Mexican, and you're not used oh. to that. Another one. Which one? Me. <laughs> one of them's. I'm out of here. Hey, no, no, you knew that. One of them's from Fowlerville. But over time, cool. you you give it time. You get to know the jokes. You get to know everybody. And before you know it, you got new buddies. You know what I mean? You got exactly, a new place man, to hang exactly. out. Exactly. I tell my friends to listen. That's I mean, beautiful. Um, get some, well, if I can mention some converts from the other guy. No, yeah. Try to listen to you guys. That's great, man. And, and, and it's that, a blast. And that's it's always about the word of mouth, dude. And you know, Uber dude, we appreciate that, man. Thank we you very, appreciate very much, the Uber love. Dude. And because uh, it starts with you guys over there, that you know, you you find the show, you understand the show, and you begin to spread the word of the show. Because it's that that actual testimonial of, hey, dude, I didn't like it at first, but I, I it grew on me, and now all of a sudden I gotta have it. I gotta give him Taco Bell. I used to I used to love the uh, count. I, I used to hate you guys. I mean, just <laughs> and we get it all the time. Be like, oh, you guys, you sucked. I didn't know what was going on. I, I hated you, and now I can't live without you. And I want to say thank you. And that, honestly, I know we've been there. We're fans of radio too. We absolutely know how it is. And thanks to guys like Uber Dude and and B and J and Lester Big Hands, you you were the guys that make it happen. I mean, like SBK said, I mean, you guys helped pass the night for me, dude. I mean, I work out of the house. And uh, I usually have the radio sometimes. I listen to any radio. Now, here's the thing. Next time uh, you brought the tacos, why don't you step it up a bit and get some grilled stuffed burritos? Oh, okay. yeah. Am I allowed to, Tommy? 
Uh, I prefer, you know, soft taco supremes with no tomatoes. No. Understood. All right. Well, that's where it is. Well, Uberdude, thank you very much for coming out, buddy. We no really worries, appreciate no it. We appreciate it, bro. No Here's worries. Thank you. Here's the thing. Uh, coming up next, the Hideout Mixtape from 10 to 11. Uh, it's very good stuff. It's not best of. It's mixtapes. You uh, you will enjoy it. And we're going to head out to Chillers now for the official Hideout After Party. $2 Miller Lights. Come on out, Overdude. Have a drink, man. $2 Miller Lights, $2 Jaegers. We have uh, $3 frozen drinks, no cover, a free shot whenever you walk through the door. we got some live music going on out there tonight. It's Tommy Bateman's night, so you have to be there, Uber Dude. And uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Tomorrow night we broadcast live from Halloween Horror Nights, HalloweenHorrorNights.com. That is out of Universal Orlando. And then on Sunday I am at the Buffalo Wild Wings in Oviedo from 8 to 10 o'clock. Come on out and have a beer. Sunday night football, plenty of games. And we're going to have a badass prize that we're giving out, apparently, thanks to the wholesale furniture market, our boy uh, Joe Dubs and uh, Big Dog Steve. I want to thank the crew that made this happen tonight. Uh, Erica, the promotions, got us out here. Always busting ass. uh, Harding? No, she's not. Well, Ah. she may have been. I saw her eat a taco, so maybe that's in about 30 minutes. And she's sitting there smiling, and I'm thinking, you know what? I still want to hear her poot. Well, she's giggling because she has gas. She's kind of like a baby. Yeah, she's like a little baby. Uh, Also, terrific Tom, our favorite engineer. He's always a blast just to hang out with. Even earlier, he was drawing up his plays for his uh, flag football uh, playbook. I didn't like the third one. I think you need to have the guy cut outside as opposed to inside, and it'll go well. You need to run the Nixon plays. uh, Dig up what he uh, used to send over to the uh, Redskins. And uh, also, too, i got to thank the boys back at the Clear Channel Compound. Actually, Putin did an amazing job tonight. I'm surprised. Intern Putin. And, of course, the hideout general manager, the number one stunter, Tuttle. Thank you very much to Tuts for everything, and uh, we appreciate it. Hideout Mixtape coming up next in the next hour. We're headed to Chillers right now. We'll see you then. It's a Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. For those of you who have been with this show for a while, even those here in Central Florida for the mm-hmm. last five months. Can you believe it's been five months? Wow. Five months yesterday, Dubs. Happy anniversary. <laughs> Mm-hmm. What are we doing for a six-month, our half-year together? Moving back. Here in Central Florida. <laughs> you never know. Um, Dubs, you told me today mm-hmm. you've quit smoking. Well, here's how it went. I've been try- I was trying to get a hold of you frantically this morning because of how crazy I felt. And I'm like, there's no way I can work right now. There's no way I can focus on the show right now. I am going literally insane. I've never felt withdrawals like this before, ever. Now, here's the funny thing about this, too. You were sitting in that chair. Mm-hmm. You keep wiggling. Mm-hmm. You keep gnawing on the wire that connects to your headphones. Mm-hmm. You have your hands over your face. It's a you, crazy feeling that I got right now. You're wigging out, man. I am. I've been all day. Uh, I've been you know, just uh, pacing whenever I can. I like to go outside a lot and just get fresh air and walk around. I've been Ironically, just... in the smokers' corners. Yeah, I mean, honestly, and people who are smoking around me, it hasn't bothered me yet. It hasn't made me say, hey, give me one. Right. So I think that's a good sign. All right, now, Dubs, how long have you smoked for? Uh, four and a half years, five years. Wow. And you've gone cold turkey. Yeah. Uh, during that four and a half, five years, I've never gone 24 hours without a cigarette. And in about an hour and a half, it'll be 24 hours since my last cigarette. Let's have a party. Let's have a 24-hour party. Can I get the New Year's music at 9? 
How many cigarettes come in a pack? 20. Well, let's celebrate now by smoking 20 cigarettes. Mm-hmm. You guys can. I think I'm going to take it up. Somehow you have to balance it out, man. The tobacco companies, they're losing money. No, no, no. I'm, I'm sure three 12-year-olds started today, and they're making their uh, money back. So, congrats. All right, no smoke on the water. Why would you do that to Dubs? All right, now, Dubs, mm-hmm. what happened? After five years of smoking, what happened over the weekend? Because here's the thing. I've been trying to get you to quit for at least two years. Well, here's the thing. You can never quit until you're ready. Mm-hmm. And this weekend, it just came to me. I had a sore throat all weekend. Um is that herpes? Like in the back of the mouth? No. And uh, another reason that we'll get to a little bit later on uh, kind of spurred this whole thinking process. But the whole weekend, I had like a, uh, it felt like a piece of steel on my chest, which I could not breathe completely. I couldn't take a full breath of air in. And when I went to smoke, for some reason, it like uh, would kind of clench up like a hiccup almost. So the whole weekend, I was having trouble uh, breathing, smoking, doing anything, and it finally became the point where, all right, what's going to get first, me or the cigarettes? So I've been saying this for two and a half, but you're right, you can't do it until... Now, here's the thing. Giant Brian wants to know if he can have all your Marlboro points because he wants that leather jacket with the logo on the back. Hey, I didn't. I quit the cigarette, not the uh, swag. So, All right, now here's the thing. You gotta help Dubs. You've never gone through this before. Mm-mm. Actually, it feels like a buzz. Well, that's good then. But like a very anxious. I need to go do stuff and everything. So I'm. Hey, that I'm, sounds like me over the weekend <laughs> with fantasy football. <laughs> All right, help Dubs out. He quit smoking. It's a hideout. Real Radio 104.1 407 916 All you need is some Vicodin. That's true. That'll just make no, everything better. Do not substitute it. Okay. Another habit. All right, methadone then. I'm proud of you, Dubs. All right. Choice another the cigarette. Oh, I'm just getting ready for the next break. How does it feel to not be able to bum off me for cigarettes anymore? <laughs> to know you're going to buy some every night to have some. Still got Putin. <laughs> not for long. Number no. nine, you're in the high down row radio. What's up, guys? What up, buddy? Hey, listen, Dubs, why are you quitting smoking, bro? Listen out, quitter. <laughs> huh? I, that's true. I've had so I've that's actually a common Oops. reaction to what I've been doing. A lot of people have been, you know, kind of giving me crap, including Putin back there. Damn liar. Yeah, try- keep smoking. <laughs> he was trying to force cigarettes in my mouth while I was downstairs. That's different because you're usually trying to force things into the interns' mouths. It's never force. It's hey, how far do you want to go in this business? That's what it is. All the way. <laughs> All right, 407-916-1041. Then you better so, throw some Novocaine down that throat. So what was this clinching in the in, in the chest? Was well, what this, do you mean? Because you said you had that. Right? Like uh, it was when I was smoking for some reason, every time I would take a hit off my cigarette, it felt like a hiccup. I could not completely ingest my cigarette. And for the rest of the night, I was having pains in my chest, like uh, in my lungs, and my throat's hurt all week, all uh, weekend. So, all right, I guess it's been a whole bunch of stuff leading up to one thing. 
All right, Maddox, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. Dude, what's going on, brothers? What's up, Maddox? Dude, I've been smoking a lot, dude. That's why I haven't gone in, dude. What are you, uh, what are you smoking? Dude! Dogs, I can't believe you're quitting smoking, brother. We haven't even hung out on the weekend yet, dude. We can, out that well, can, house. We, we can hang out without smoking. We can hang out, dude. There's going to be a lot of smoking, dude. That's all I do on the weekends. Go out with my dude friends, go to the sauna, the bathhouse. You know, do some smoking. What else do you do besides smoking? Dudes. We like to flip the butts at each other's faces and mouths, dude. And then we like to get some A-N-A. All right. Yeah, chumps. Hey, when's the next break? I really want to light this thing You can go right now. now. You really aren't that important to the show. Oh, I know. I'm just waiting. Just being professional. <laughs> John, you're in the hideout of Row Radio. What do you got, John? Hey, Chunks. Congratulations. I just quit this weekend also. Hard as heck, ain't it? Sometimes. <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> it's real hard. Yeah, congratulations, Chunks. I'm glad you quit smoking. Uh, you know, I do what I can. Yeah, but Chunks is me. Does that mean if Chunks quit, he doesn't need all the cigarettes he's got right now? Yeah. Why do you buy those cigarettes then, Chunks, since he quit? Chunks. I'm kind of poor. I only I got this really last one left. All right, bring it in. I slobbered it. Bring it in, Chunks. All right. Since he quit and all. And you're proud of yourself. Mike, you're in the hideout on Royal Radio. What do you got, Mike? Dude, doves, you could tell something's wrong with you, man. You sound paranoid and gay, dude. You're... <laughs> yeah, that's part of the, it's part just of the gig. That's yeah. just, just Monday. I'm a sexy looking dude. All right, it's your last one? Yeah. Oh, oh come on! <laughs> Get the hell out of here! <laughs> Dub's just. Why did uh, you do that? Dub's just. Have fun with that. Crinkled it up. It's not, it's not me! And hey. now Putin just ran into Chunks' cage and stole the other one. I didn't even know there was one. Oh, the one was in my mouth. <laughs> Phil, you're on the hideout of Road Radio. What do you got, Phil? Hey, man, I had a boss that he smoked for 20 years or so. Mm hmm. He told me that when he made it three days, he knew he could go the rest of his life. All right, now, Dubs, maybe you're just shooting for the three-day mark. That's what a lot of people told me. You go 72 hours, and you'll be fine after that. That gets most of the nicotine out of your system. Well, then why are we going to throw a party at 24 hours at night? Because I've never gone a full day without a cigarette. Not since I've started. What made you start? Um, I went to Mardi Gras. Uh, I can't remember what year it was. And uh, when I came back, I had a new habit because I stayed up for three days straight. All right. So. All right. This bit of good news: you never actually quit. Just like alcoholics, you're a drinker or smoker for life. I don't believe that. The thing I've heard about smoking and like addiction is that that's the one addiction that the longer you go without doing it, the more likely you are to start up again. Hmm. Instead of like drinking, it like diminishes over time. Like over time, your yeah, cravings are gonna come back stronger. I quit for two years. What happened, Dobbs? <laughs> really? Yeah. You started smoking again because of Dobbs? Yeah. Back at JFK, I told him to be somebody. <laughs> yeah. And you know it's not gonna be fun either. We're all laughing now. He's gonna get bitchy like a girl at that time of the month in a couple days. It's right. not gonna be fun at all. All right, hold on to that thought. What do you got, Mike? Yeah, I just uh, wanted to suggest a betting pool for when Dubs will crack. Oh, I love that idea. That, <laughs> that's a great idea, Mike. Thank you very much, my friend. Good job. 407-916-1041, 888 star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. All right, betting pool. Do it now. What, between you guys or between the listeners? Maybe we set something up online. I, I say for the listeners online, but you guys can go take your bets right now. All right, let's take a break, come back, and I want to set up the batting pool.
And there's one specific thing I'm very intrigued to know. Mm-hmm. Um, well, well I'll, I'll bring that up next. Ask a question, and I'll answer it next. What about your chick? She smokes. Okay. So what up. about your cat? She smokes, too. <laughs> it's sort of a byproduct. No, she's smoking hot. <laughs> what? It's mm-hmm. a hideout, Row Radio. Meow. 104.1. Hey, how's it going, guys? Uh, uh, first time caller, long time listener. Thank you, my friend. All right, um, my suggestion for J Dubs to quit smoking is mm-hmm. to go pick up a carton of these cigarettes called Quest. Okay. And I don't know if you ever heard of these, but no. uh, they're nicotine free, all right? Okay. And, and you can smoke these as much as you want, and you don't get any of the nicotine from it. Oh, how about, all right, that's actually good. Thank you, Paul. I appreciate hardcore Paul so trying to help Quest. out. I really don't want to do that, though. I don't want to smoke at all anymore. Because I'm not smoking to get off the nicotine, really. I'm smoking to, I, I mean, I'm, I'm quitting to get rid of the, the pain in my throat and chest. Here's what I have. Very good suggestion I actually just learned about that hmm. you should try. Cigars. No, I'm not going to try cigars either. You can't trade one for the other. That's just like saying, okay, I'm going to start dipping now. I'm not going to start dipping either because it's going to cause the same problems. No, dipping's nasty. You would chew. <laughs> Do chew. It's same tall. thing. Once you get a boyfriend. I could be completely different. Now it solved the oral fixation. And I'll dip volunteer. Dipping, bagging, same thing. <laughs> Frank, you're in the hideout on Rural Radio. What do you got, Frank? Yeah, I... Y'all need to start a betting pool on how much weight he's going to gain by quitting smoking. Oh, uh, dude, you're brilliant. All right, hold on a second. Here's two things. Thank you very much. Good idea. Now, here's uh, what I told you when I called you today, um, that I'm not eating. By the way, don't bother me during the day. I'm not eating anymore, really, because uh, I want to not gain weight. I'm drinking more water to kind of give me the oral fixation. Drinking water? Yeah. Just to keep me doing something instead of eating like a lot of people do. All right. Jimmy Jam says to stop smoking, he would punch the clown excessively. Only problem with that is that he would want a cigarette afterwards. He goes, it's a real screwed up circle of life. Actually, I did that today trying to get my mind off of it. And afterwards, I wanted to smoke more than ever. Sitting there punishing yourself? Mm Mm-hmm. All right. What about your chick? Your chick smokes. That's actually your bonding time. The two of you never talk to each other unless you're outside smoking. Well, uh, the thing is, I'm the one who smokes, not her. She never needs to smoke or anything. She wouldn't smoke if I didn't. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah. And all the time I've known her, I thought that was the two things that really kept you guys. (laughs) No, she, uh, she, whenever she goes home to her parents or anything, she never smokes. Okay, she's, not, guys. she's not addicted like I am. Isn't that odd how it affects some people? Some yeah. people can just really just stop and it's nothing. Some people can pick it up uh, and let it go, pick it up, let it go anytime. So she's cool then. Yeah, she's... You know how much money you two will be saving, not oh, smoking? Sure. Uh, like 40 a week. Oh, you're taking me out to dinner then. Somewhere highfalutin. <laughs> Carabas. Cat, Catherine, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. What do you got, Catherine? Hey, 
Um, I had a friend who quit smoking when we were in college, and one thing that he did to help him out was he used to keep these pictures of, like, you know, from health magazines and stuff like that, of, like, decayed um, lungs and stuff like that. Like See, that just size. makes me want to smoke more, just like the truth commercials. Really? Are you yeah, that, that stuff oh, no, just makes so me want to smoke. Here's the thing. Dubs all you have to do is smile and look at his yellow teeth, and I would figure that would be enough. <laughs> but that doesn't help. Thank you, Catherine. That doesn't work, because I knew um, this, this woman who was put a picture of herself and said, stop eating on, on a refrigerator. And she was the fattest woman I ever met. And they, that woman was chunks. It's true. It's on my refrigerator. It's really embarrassing. <laughs> Makes me not want to eat. Drummer311 says Dubs is going to end up being Dubs Albert. You're going to blow up and just be... I guarantee I don't. Ginormous. I bet... Cause here's I guarantee I lose weight because I'm going to start working out and everything just to I think keep my mind off of it. I think you are, too. I think you're going to definitely end up losing weight. I can see you dropping the pounds. Plus, you're going to be pushing the diet pills and the caffeine. Oh, yeah. So like, we're uh, not going to be able to say this. Hey, hey, hey. It's Dubs Albert. And another thing is I've lost 50 pounds over the last seven months. And how I did really? that. Really? Yeah. I couldn't tell. And how I did that was... By just stopping drinking the soda cold. Nice. And no one thought I'd be able to do that either. You gave up caffeine cold turkey, and it really didn't phase you. I didn't think so. No one thought that I could do it. Caffeine doesn't have the same effect that the nicotine does on you. No. Ladies first in the hideout. Kelly, what's going on, Kelly? I just want to tell Dubs, good luck. My grandfather quit after 50 years. Put a pack of cigarettes on the dashboard of the car and never touched them. Oh, wow. So he would even do the whole mind over matter. I'm going to taunt myself. and not Exactly. And I just lost an uncle two years ago from cancer. Now, here's the so thing. So I wish him good luck. Thank you, Kelly. Lost or sacrificed to the goodness of the cancer gods. They let some of us live if we give them a couple. George, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. Hey, hideout. Good evening to you. How's hey. it going? What's up, brother? Well, I'm going to talk from experience. I've had two different times that I quit smoking and all this stuff. Mm -hmm. And the first one, I lasted five days, and I swear to God, on the fifth day, the fifth day, the the first person that said good morning to me, I almost wanted to kill him. I mean, beat him to a pulp because the withdrawals were that bad. All right, you know what? We're gonna have to. I got to talk about the withdrawals too. All right, and what else yeah, happened to you, then, George? Let me, and then can I tell you guys the second time? You bet. Well, how would you, would you guys believe that? Uh, even though three years ago on July twentieth, I had a mild heart attack, I am still smoking. I could not wow. convince myself to quit yet. Damn, dude. Man, so this is why I'm saying that the withdrawals and the psychological effect are so bad that I'm wondering when you talk about. Uh, chunks and Putin and the lower life forms of the hideout. <laughs> I wonder who J Dubs is going to kill when he can't stand it not anymore not to have a cigarette. Donkulet. <laughs> Donkulet. Uh, you know what, George? Thank you, buddy. <laughs> Actually, I asked uh, Chunks, please keep Donkulet's away from me for the next few days because he's already driving me crazy looking <laughs> for you. He was. He kept on asking me, "Where's Chunks? Where's Chunks?" I don't know where Chunks is. I'm not his keeper. And it starts. Hour 15 away from one day. Will this make you feel better? Mm. 73, tomorrow's weather is looking (laughs) forecasted, and there's a high temp of 92. Don't smack the microphone, just smack donkey lips.
By the way, Giant Brian says, that dumb girl, her grandpa was smoking every day and just replacing the pack. <laughs> he so got over on her. I will take a break and come back. People are actually offering good suggestions, and they're real ones, and I'm going to give them to you when we come back from the break, all right? Cool. Uh, Scott1975 says, congratulations, Dubs. By the way, it's two Bs. He says, no, it's one B. Yeah. D-U-B-S. And that's Jay spelled with an H. Uh, <laughs> and two Fs. Um... He goes, congrats, dubs, no more smoking after sex, no more smoking with a beer, no more great taste of that first drag after a really good meal or in the morning. Oh, wait a second. Why is he smoking? Why is he quitting again? <laughs> hmm. I'll be fine. Right. It's a hideout room radio 104.1. And he is really pissed off because during the commercial break, Putin came running in here and did exactly what Donkey Lips has been doing to annoy dubs. And that's ask where Chunks is. I don't care where Chunks is. Chunks could be laying in the pits of hell. I wouldn't care. I don't he think, could be being raped. I wouldn't care. I think those withdrawals are really starting to get to you a little bit. You got, Dude, you have that private pile look in your eyes It'll right get now. better. Trust me. Better Shut or it. worse? Uh, I was being sarcastic. It's going to get totally worse. It's not going to be funny and laughy in a few days. What? Charlotte, you're in the hideout of Rural Radio. What's up, Charlotte? Hi. Uh, I'm calling to give him a tip. I am a ex-smoker and no. uh, no, three you? packs a day. Dubs, come on, calm down. What do you got, Charlotte? Uh, okay, what I found that really did help me, because I had a problem driving without a cigarette or talking on the phone without a cigarette, and they sell these phony cigarettes. They're made of cotton, looks like a cigarette, and it really helped holding it uh, to alleviate grabbing a real one. Uh, and also, one other thing, don't ever think you can have one cigarette. Otherwise, you're screwed. Thank you, Charlotte. Appreciate the phone call. I can have just one. Right? Just one bump of Coke, you'll be fine. That's a good idea. It's a damn good idea. All right, now, here's a whole bunch of stuff coming up on mm-hmm. Real Radio Hideout. That's the AOL Instant Messenger. Ask Dubs for his pack of cigarettes or get a pack and have Dubs burn it in the parking lot to prove he's quit. I'll do it. That would actually piss off a lot of guys here because they could really use those cigarettes. Now, people are saying sunflower seeds. I've heard that. I've heard, uh, you know, just like the other, like all the stuff that you chew on a lot, a lot of gum. When you're eating those sunflower seeds, you should call listeners at their house and tell them you're going to kill them. I heard that's really relaxing. Um, apparently, the sunflower seeds help because they have a trace amount of nicotine. Really? I didn't know. I knew they were addicting. I just, I just like sunflower seeds. And always eat the ones where you have to actually manually crack them. Oh, of course. Now, Evil Eye says Dubs is going to feel stupid when he's clean in three months and then you get hit, hits by, he gets hit by a truck. Will that piss you off? Because here's the thing about you. Here's the thing about you, mm-hmm. J-Dubs. You've never cared about dying. You were never going to stop something for the fear. No, I do. I, I do stuff... For me to be comfortable, I didn't stop smoking out of the fear of getting cancer. I stopped it because it wasn't comfortable anymore. My throat hurt, my chest hurt, so I wasn't comfortable with it anymore. You afraid I you, quit. Were, you afraid you were gonna die? You was? No, not at all. I'm just... I quit drinking uh, soda because you know what, man? You you're becoming the man. 
I remember when you used to live off of Pepsi and cigarettes. Literally, that was your diet. Oh, I'll switch them for something just as bad. I guarantee it. All right, here's the Thank thing. It. We need to get. I hope. We need to get the poll going. We got two different ones. When will Dubs begin smoking again? Because it will happen. Two, how much weight will he gain? Now, I think we should have one for those of us here in the hideout, and we should put one up online. How about you change it to uh, also another one of uh, what other habits will he pick up because he quit smoking? What are other habits? I don't know. Like uh, running. <laughs> yeah, I'm right. Uh, Bodybuilding. Cross-dressers. I don't know. Spelling bees. I don't know what's going to happen to me. Rachel, you're... Anything to take my mind off it. I looked up the skirts, find something new, I'm happy. <laughs> Rachel, you're in the hideout of radio. What do you got, Rachel? Hello. I just wanted to tell you Hi. guys um, yeah. about the sunflower seeds. Yeah. Um, my husband did that uh, while trying to stop smoking and went to the dentist like a few months later or whatever, and I guess from him, you know, breaking the seeds with his teeth and stuff, he was... Like taking a lot of the enamel off of his teeth. Well, I, that's just one person, though. Maybe he has weak teeth. I don't know, Rachel, because I've done sunflower seeds forever. I mean, baseball players, kids grow up doing the sunflower seeds. I don't think sunflower seeds are evil. In fact, I think they're extremely healthy. I know all that salt, very good for you. Mm-hmm. I, I actually have a few suggestions over here that people have been emailing me. Yeah. Um, perhaps you should drink Drano. I'm listening. Um, maybe take a bunch of sleeping pills and then gulp it down with alcohol and have a nice relaxing nap. Interesting. I don't know. I did have trouble sleeping last night and I had to take some uh, some nighttime cold medicine. Well, why don't you do? <laughs> <laughs> For one, I. <laughs> so it begins. What? Sorry. This is the exchanging for other habits. Well, the problem was I had a sore throat and I was having crazy withdrawals even four hours into it. I hear Evil Eye says, first habit, he'll start yelling at his girlfriend. <laughs> that habit started what, when five years meet? ago. Yeah. <laughs> when you guys when you guys met four years ago. Actually, four years ago, like tomorrow. The I only think. habit that has to end, I have to quit. I can't you know, use her as an ashtray anymore. I have to mime it, which kind of sucks. Um, I think here's something you should do. I think it'll help you out. Hmm. Uh, sleep in Chunks' room. You sleep in Chunks' room, you'll forget about the cigarettes when you have all of the lice crawling all over your body. And I think that'll help you. You won't be able to, to smoke because the mold growing on the floor will just grow over you and you'll be stuck there. <laughs> Has this been suggested yet? Just put a bullet into your forehead? Yeah, stuck on a bullet instead of a cigarette. Uh-oh, O-Rage, who, by the way, I've met O-Rage. He's a great guy, not so young. He says he drinks Diet Pepsi and smokes, too. He says, help me, I don't want to be J-Dubs with two Bs. Right, it's J-Dubs with one B, J-D-U-B-S, at WTCast.com. With a hyphen. No, no hyphen. Straight up, J-D-U-B-S, at WTCast.com. What do you, uh... <laughs> I'm doing the Tommy Bateman role. <laughs> I'm a big bear stud, bear stud, bear stud. James, you're in the hideout of World Radio. What's up, James? F.A. J-Dubs. Great show, brothers. Great Thank show. you. Appreciate it. I've been free and clean for one week now. One week without the cigarette. How's it working out for you? Man, I'm a riding SOB. Are I'm... you really? I, how? So you're still craving them? 
Uh, yeah, I'm craving them. I'm on a patch. I'm on the gum. My friends and my family have been real supportive, though, so uh, it's I'm screwed. Out for the best. Yeah, I'm screwed. <laughs> I don't have any support system here. That's a, that's a thing, James, that honestly, Dubs will get no help here. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate the kind words. Hey, Dubs. Yeah. Is Chunks in his booth over there? I can't see. For one, yes, he is. Two, I don't want to know. I don't want to hear Chunks' name from any intern anymore looking for him. Or, you know, if you just want to give me a uh, note passed along to you by Chunks, have it passed along by Alex Venezia. If you're looking for Chunks, ask where is Alex Venezia. Do you, do you know where he is? Because I'm looking for him, too. <laughs> All right, Drummer311 says he gives Dubs four months. To live? Before he's homeless. Why don't you get some physical exercise? Maybe go, like, hang gliding with novices. Hmm? Go hang gliding with some novices. That'll take your mind off of it. I'm sure it will. <sighs> Dude. These interns are killing me. They just asked me where Chunks is. Hey, where's Chunks? Who is this? Tefe. I don't know where he is. Actually, I can't see him. You can see him fine! Can I talk to Chunks? Yeah, go ahead. Hey, Chunk. Hey. I can't see you. Where are you? Uh, I'm ducking below the console. Oh, no wonder I yeah, can't see you. Yeah, I am. You. Sorry about that. Please stand up. All right. Oh, there you are. Hey. Sorry about that. I didn't mean to. Just cleaning up down here. It's a little dirty. Hey, congratulations. Let's hear it for J-Dubs. Well on his way to falling off the wagon before the end of the week. Guarantee I don't go back. Guarantee. Take a break. We'll come back. Hey, let's give away some prizes. That was J-Dub's weekend being a quitter. How was our weekend? We'll give it up. Uh, 407-916-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. Scott, you're in the hideout on Rural Radio. Hey, since you quit smoking, uh, mm-hmm. do you know where Chunks is? Hide out, who is this? Hey, it's me, it's Chunks, I'm lost Do you know where I am? Seriously I got lost Where'd you you get lost to? Um, When I was getting up from underneath the console I guess I kind of uh... (laughs) (laughs) Did he find you? I guess so. Did he, did Dubs find you? Uh, ah, 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 ah. I guess you got found, huh? <laughs> My boys. <laughs> Your boys? Don't worry. We'll- hey, if anybody uh, needs to find Chunks now, he's out in the hall grabbing his balls. It's a hideout, Real Radio, 104.1. Now, as a public service, The Hideout presents a roadmap to dysfunction with Chunks and the Fat Man Diaries. (laughs) (laughs) Talk! Yes. This one is dated February the 12th, 1994. What a day. My favorite day of the year. 
Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Issue Day. <laughs> to me, it's the closest thing that I'll ever get to having a girlfriend. I'll often picture myself with one of the supermodels on the beach or in the cabana. And I pretend that we are boyfriend and girlfriend. They never call me fat or pluck at my jello nipples. For some reason, he's going to end up with a cabana boy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think at the end, don't ruin it. Ah, this year, this year's issue was particularly good. Ah, with a perfect picture <laughs> of Kathy Ireland laying on the beach. I figured tonight would be a great night. Whatever happened to her? For one of my dates. You're gonna run a batch. This whole story is gonna about be, be about you running a batch. Yeah. How sad is your life? You write about it. You just wreck it for me, huh? Why yeah. should I even keep going now? No, go ahead, keep going. Yeah, why don't you just keep going then? <laughs> yeah, I guess so, because, yeah, now I'm into it because I really want to read about it. Why don't you just see how I did it? <laughs> All right! All right. It's all kinds of bad emotions. Uh, yeah. uh-huh. I'm going to run out of bed music. Oh, yeah. I took the magazine upstairs and I got into my bed. I opened it to the Kathy Ireland picture. I lit- Is there even point to go on now? No. I'm dissuaded. No, go ahead. I lit a candle and I put some classical music to set the mood. Then the fun began. Picture myself on the beach. Warm, oh. breezy day. Yeah. Hey, Kathy, I say. Hey, stud, she replies. How was your day, I asked. <laughs> Fine, she says. I'm a little hot from working out nude all day, so I figured I'd come down to the beach and cool off. It's smelly. But now there's sand all over my supple body. That's no problem, I say. Take off all your clothes and I'll brush you off. It's at that point where I take little pieces of white paper and put them on the picture of Kathy Ireland. (laughs) So that it appears... As if she is nude. Oh, that's better, I say. I wipe the sand off Kathy. Oh, I feel much better. Would you like me to rub you down, Alex? Stop. Sure. If you don't mind. You're going to have to take those shorts off, though, she says. (laughs) What? She then starts softly caressing my body. Oh, she says, I'm sorry. I touched your man muscle. Hey, I say. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> then Kathy starts to really take care of me. Hey! Someone yells. I realized that this voice was not Kathy's. You know what? I want Chunks next week to read the diary of Anne Frank. I think that's Aww. I think that's where we're at right now where <laughs> that'd be more sexy than what I'm hearing right now. I quickly snap out of fantasy world to realize that the hay came from my mother, who had walked into the room. <laughs> what the hell are you doing? Why are you naked with all that shredded white paper around you? Uh, I say, I'm just doing some homework. Oh. <laughs> Bull blank, she says. You are pleasing yourself. That pervert side comes from your father. 
Ma, I say, can you just please leave the room? So that's yeah. I didn't even I didn't even get to finish my date, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my goodness, Trunks. Yeah, that, that was quite embarrassing. It's not something you want your uh, ma to walk in and see you doing. Now, how do you. All right. <laughs> Enough uh, from no. Trunks' mother. How do you recover from something like sure that? Mom looks like the rocker. You. <laughs> the mullet. <laughs> you really don't, because even when you go upstairs after that and lock the door. You're still thinking to yourself, all right, I know she's thinking, what's that little creep doing up there? You know you know that if you disappear for too long, they know what you're doing at that point, and you can never really get a good one again because your your confidence is shot. And you're always one, thinking somebody's going to kick open the door. A good one. Yeah. Oh, man. Why? It's not... It's not that type of story. <laughs> I'm confused now. Hey. About your sexuality? Not, Dubs, have you ever been walked in on? No. I, I'm usually... The, the thing I always did was I would... I was like an Indian. I would be rubbing one out with literally my ear to the ground. Like, <laughs> listening for buffalo. You know? Native be, American, by the way. Whatever. I was a redskin. They're allowed to what? say that over in Washington. I can say it here. They can name a team. Nah, sadly, you're right. You can't get away with that one. Wow. All right, I got busted. How many, how many times did you run one while you're on your knees staring out the window hoping the car doesn't pull back up into the driveway? <laughs> I don't remember any 4.1. My worst thing was constantly... Shirt underneath your chin. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. But it's not necessarily on your knees, but you're constantly running back to the blinds. And here's the funny thing. You don't grow out of that. No. Because if you're married, it's the exact same thing. Or if you have a girlfriend or if you have roommates, it's all the same thing. You're running back to the blinds to make sure that you don't get busted. Why Why is the door locked? I don't know. It just must have locked when you left. I don't know. Why isn't it that... You just stand up for yourself and say, hey, I'm doing this. I know. And so what? You do it, too. We all do it. If you want to sit down next to me, fine. Hey! I want a little show, but i got to finish this. Uh, 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 uh. Thank uh, you. I'm done. How many times has someone, like, jiggled on your locked door? Uh, oh, like trying to get in? Yeah. You didn't While you're doing it? Yeah. Or maybe after you're done, you forgot you locked the door, and then you you know you've been caught some way or another. Mm-hmm. My girlfriend is so anal that she knows exactly how everything is when she left. So if the blinds are messed with a little bit, she knows what I was doing. Oh, oh, so oh. so she she knows that if you left the blinds a certain way, if I if the blinds are changed from what she had them. She knows I was running one. Man, that's tough. I don't care. She doesn't care either. All right, I'm getting in. She'll just say, huh, so you ran one today? Yeah. And then you tell her, yeah, that's so I could hold out longer for you? <laughs> no. I, said, I just say, yeah, I got what? a new video. 
What if she followed up with, were you thinking about me? She already knows the answer to that. <laughs> yes. Actually, I was thinking about Tommy, but mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> you know that's how you always get out of uh, out of an awkward situation. You just throw out a really gay reference and try just try to get through it. What? Hmm. All right, Putin, is this real? Yes. All right, re- tell me. You just typed to me. Tell the world. Well, when I was growing up, we weren't allowed to close our doors. So if, like, I closed my bedroom door... Like you were, like, a high school bathroom stall? Um, what? <laughs> Your high school, didn't they just uh, have, like, no doors on the stalls and no one could poop there? Oh, no. Oh. I had dead doors. I hate that. Um, yeah, but we weren't allowed to close our doors <laughs> as kids in our house. So uh, if I did shut my door, you know, on accident or on purpose, whatever... There would be, within five minutes, I guarantee you, little patrolman mother would have come by. <laughs> what are you doing in there? What's going on? You're creating some devil seeds? Yeah. It, it was hell on earth. That's why you uh, you get behind the door and you can see when somebody's uh, coming by. How come uh, Putin's mom sounds uh, familiar to Bateman's London girlfriend? Yeah, Beatrice. Okay, Matt Albert says it's tough when you're in the middle of that and someone tries to have a conversation with you through the door. And you're trying to keep everything going. How many times have you been running one and you've been expecting a call or you, like, really need to take a call? So you, you do the whole call with Dugan in hand, just hoping, you know, it doesn't mess up on you. I've done that before with you calling. Actually, probably with all of you calling, except Putin, who doesn't have my number. Yes, I, I do. I gave it to him. Through an insight information tells me that someone may be taking care of business while another someone's dog is scratching at his door. What? (laughs) So apparently while Chunks is trying to take care of business, Roxy, Tommy's dog, is scratching at his door. Your back door? No. (laughs) You got a dog biscuit between the pillows? Is that what you're telling me? You know, every once in a while you wipe a booger on the dog as it walks by. You think Chunks has ever used the dog to clean uh, up? Okay. Now Tommy's just going to hit you, man. He's Okay, he's just going to hit you. He's grabbing the knife. Dude, you're going to want to run. Out. Do it. Get Stab out now. Him. Go. Run now. He stabbed you yesterday. Get away from me. You know? oh, oh, he just went to go get a sandwich. Yeah. He just—it's fine, Putin. He just went to get a sandwich. Oh, he did. There's sandwiches in the back. Yeah, he went and got a sandwich. It's okay. Go ahead. Go yeah, phones are ringing. I need you yeah. to go answer the phones. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one star one zero four one on your singular wireless phones. It's okay, dude. Okay. Good boy. <laughs> All right, Putin got smart and came in here and saw. Saw uh, Bateman with the knife, and now Tommy's trying to get him to come in there and answer phone calls. All right, this on the AOL Instant Messenger from Databyte. His mom caught him while doing the scrambled porn thing. We've all been there. How many times have you, have you just left it on the wrong channel, and they pop it back on? And they know what you were doing. Yeah. Or you leave the, the wrong video in the VCR. All right, 99 says, best thing, that's why you always do it in the shower. Yeah. That's why I, you just, 30-minute 30, 30 shower, I couldn't get clean enough. Yeah. 
but everybody knows then, too. And they're always shaking the door. <laughs> Especially if it's the hideout off-campus housing. Just messing up the rhythm. Putin, the phones are ringing. I need you to go screen the phone calls. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. What's Tommy doing? He's got one in a mic backpack. Now he's got two knives. Why do you have a knife? Because. For protection. Why didn't you have the knife last night when he stabbed you? Why didn't you have it on you? All right, so Tommy literally has two knives now. Go get the phone. Three. This should be fun. I don't even know what's going on in there. Damn it! He's got three! Ha! You're crazy, man. <laughs> Tommy, you can't be chasing around interns with knives. Just one. Right, Matt, Just pick your favorite knife, and you can have that one. Matt says he did it in the shower once and got a migraine afterwards, so he can't do it there anymore. You know, it is odd when you're in the shower doing it. Sometimes, if it's really good, you may take a knee. I've taken a knee in the shower before. <laughs> you, you boys going to get along back there? Are you going to stop stabbing each other? Tommy I has, didn't stab him. Tommy has to... stabbing each other. We'll take a break. We'll come back. <laughs> Tom's like our, our little reality show going on here. And it's behind glass, so I don't think anybody's actually getting stabbed. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1.